everybody. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am in studio. I'm waiting for Bubba Jenkins and Greg Wilson to come on. We got a great, great show today. We have Dean Thomas, a UFC badass guy who has victories over over uh, Jens Pulver, as well as Clay Guida, as well as uh, Jeremy Stevens. He'll be here. We have Andre Harrison, the Titan FC champion, who's uh, defending his title belt in a little bit. Uh, first, I want to thank our sponsors, DraftKings. You're an MMA fanatic, and you're proud of it. You know all the fighters. You watch all the matches. You're listening to an MMA podcast right now. The best one, by the way. It's time to put your knowledge of the sport to the test at DraftKings.com, the exclusive daily fantasy sport partner of the UFC. At DraftKings, you could win huge cash prizes every time you play. Just select Five fighters, say under the salary cap, outscore your competition, and you could be on your way to a massive payday. Score points for significant strikes, takedowns, advances, knockdowns, and more. These are the biggest daily fantasy MMA contests anywhere, and only DraftKings has them. So play to win your piece of the $1 billion in prizes DraftKings is giving away this year. Don't miss out. Guys, I'm telling you, hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code ROASTED to play Daily Fantasy MMA for free this weekend during fight night. DraftKings.com, the official Daily Fantasy Sports partner of the UFC. Enter ROASTED to play for free now at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Also, hey everybody, we wanted to take a moment to talk to you about driving with Uber again. Why? Because it really is a great opportunity to make so legitimate money. If you've taken an Uber, you know how great the experience is. And it's the drivers who make the experience great. Seriously, every time I talk with someone who drives Uber, they always have great things to say. I have amazing conversations with my Uber drivers. I'm telling you, I was over here uh, just from the cab. I actually flew in from... Calgary today, the guy was cool as hell. I, we, I have a friend now for life. People love driving with Uber. Why? Because they love being their own boss. They earn great money. It's easy to start. All you need is a car and a license. Driving with Uber is great for anyone who needs flexibility. Parents, this is a really easy way to work around your family's schedule. Students, now you can make some extra money between classes. Now's the prime time to cash in in driving with Uber. You're gonna be like, Adam, Thank you so much. I'm driving with Uber. I have extra money. Now, I could be getting into your car when you drive with Uber. Yeah, you could be picking me up. We could talk about MMA Roasted. All kinds of stuff. What are you waiting for? You have a car. You have a license. Put them both to good use and start earning serious, life-changing money today. Sign up to Drive with Uber. Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Drivewithuber.com. Guys, I've been drinking the most delicious coffee I've ever had in my life. It is Chimera Coffee. You can get it at K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. Use the promo code ROASTED. You have no idea how good this coffee is. It's premium, high-altitude coffee sourced from the Dominican Republic, infused with high-quality nootropics. What are those? Brain vitamins. Their coffee is sourced from a private single estate established in 1943 in the Dominican Republic. The plantation is at an elevation of 5,000 feet. Why is that important? Because at that altitude, coffee beans have a much higher content of complex sugars, yielding deeper and more flavorful beans. 
They blend their coffee with premium nootropics that were carefully chosen to create the right mental and physical edge you need to carry out your daily grind. This stuff is amazing. It took two years for them to develop their Camara blend. Two years. And they carefully taste tested it and eventually selected the perfect coffee bean to pair with your nootropic blend. So don't, it's not going to compromise the taste. I'm telling you, this stuff is it's composed of alpha, uh, GPC, L-theanine, DME, DMAE, and taurine, which are all organic compounds found naturally in food sources such as soy, eggs, and fish. Now, this stuff is unbelievable. Believable. It's got that extra kick right now that's I'm, I've never focused so much in my life. Now, the benefits from supplementing with nootropics are numerous, and they include enhanced focus, mood and reaction time, and increased natural metabolism, fatigue reduction, and cardiovascular support. This coffee is unbelievable. Sounds now, unbelievable. I'm, yeah. By the way, welcome, Greg. Hey, buddy. I'm just I'm, I'm telling you about this new coffee I'm drinking, and it is unbelievable. If you want to increase your focus, nourish your brain, and reap the proven health benefits of coffee all in delicious artisan package Camara coffee is for you I'm telling you it's also been found to help uh, now these uh, nootropics which are brain vitamins they've been found to help counteractive cognitive impairments such as Alzheimer's disease brain injuries Smoking dementia weed. and Parkinson's disease so guys Drink this coffee and your life will be better. I'm drinking it right now. I want to drink some. Yes. Here, well, I, 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 got, I got some for you. That's great. No, because I love coffee. That's yeah. fantastic. It's ChimeraCoffee.com. K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. Use the promo code ROASTED. Yeah, that's great. A new sponsor. A new sponsor. Yeah, I love it. Also, Finally one I can use. <laughs> also, tip a fighter, guys. I can tip, use that one. Tip a fighter. Listen. These fighters are underpaid. We all know that. We see that. You look at some of the salaries they got last week. It's it's not cool. Okay, we want these guys to make more money. The more money these fighters get, the better the performance. The better you know they don't have to have these crazy jobs. Yeah. All these other stuff. The more they can focus on fighting. Well, we have the solution. Tipafighter.com. It's not a charity. It's 100% pay for performance. It rewards fighters for exceptional performances. A majority of fighters aren't paid enough. Look, you tip a, ta- a cab driver. You tip a waiter. You tip a, a lap dance. You tip a lot of people. Everybody tip. To, the people behind counters, like at Starbucks, have a tip jar out. And they're not, I mean, yes. they're not even bringing anything to your table. They're just like ringing it up. And they, these guys are fighting for their lives out there. Yeah. Yes. So tipafighter.com. Now, fighters, get on board with this. I know they got Burchek. They got a couple other guys. They got some great fighters. Okay, but there needs to be more fighters because I'm telling you guys, you guys could be making extra dough. Some of you guys also, you know, the uh, you girls in Invicta, some of you uh, other guys over in Titan FC, some of you Bellator fighters, UFC fighters, there is no reason you should not be with Tip a Fighter because you'll make more money and you'll be happier and the fans are going to be happy to give it to you. There you go. They're going to be happy. People said like Michael Johnson really won last week. He got the loss. Totally. Oh my God. I was like, what fight are they? Anyway, we'll get that. Yes. So exactly. A guy like that. So tipafighter.com. It's, this is a whole new way of, uh, of, of thinking. It's a whole new thing. Fighters get with it. Fans get with it. I could not be happier to be a part of this. Yeah, and oh. and you tip a girl fighter. That's like two birds with one stone. <laughs> that's like, it's too, 
It's too bad they don't let you physically put the money into. That's her true. Belt. That's that true. would really that girl would make a lot. Those lady fighters would be well paid if they did that. Exactly. Also, uh, American <laughs> Icon Autographs. Yeah. A i a s e dot com. I'm telling you, they have the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. We know the guy Sean. Yeah, sweet guy. Guy is cool as hell. They got signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, and everything else in between. Their past signs include Mike Tyson, Chishin Chong, Dan Henderson, Hoist Gracie, Paige Van Zandt. These guys have the best autographs. All these giveaways I've been doing, that comes from these guys. They, the guy, Sean, gave me a stack of stuff and goes, hey, man, give them away to your listeners. That's how, awesome. How cool is that? Yeah. Okay? That is, that's, that's a real – this guy loves the sport. He loves people. He's a great dude. American Icon Autographs. And finally – has your place been vandalized? Have gang members come and d- destroyed your business storefront? There's only one place to go. Removeitrestoration.com. They remove all types of graffiti, restore etch windows. They took care of it for a fraction of the cost. Call them up at 1-888-424-9697. Go to Removeitrestoration.com. They also sponsor fighters. This guy, Eric, is cool as hell. Real nice guy. I love the guy, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm like, so if I was a girl, I would, I would do stuff to him. All right, so listen. <laughs> or if he was, in, if I was gay and he was into it. But removearestoration.com, that's, that's how it's going. You let a guy suck your dick and he's the gay guy. <laughs> Everybody knows that. You're well, just a getting. There's thing your... now called bro jobs. Have you heard of this? No. They're, they're straight guys. Although this sounds right. They're straight guys giving each other blow jobs. It's called bro jobs. It's just, it's a whole new thing now. Now, listen, if you can even, (laughs) I don't care what I've ever been fucked up on. I have, I couldn't even let it. I, one time I was at this Coke party Yeah. and I'm sorry to get into Coke so fast, you guys, (laughs) but, but that's the context of the story. And we're doing blow and there's this gay guy like all night long, just like, let's go around that screen and I'll just suck your dick. Like all night he wouldn't let up. Yeah. And, but I didn't, you know, I didn't mind. It was kind of flattering, but there was no part of me. There was no amount of Coke that was going to take me behind that screen. It wasn't going to happen. You're not giving me a bro job. You're not giving me a bro job. I'm trying to figure out what I just walked into. So. <laughs> sorry, man. We got in it fast. I'm sorry about man, that. I'm we here. Kind of, I'm here. Here. By the way, your hair looks. Your hair looks braided. What's going on with your hair? Yeah, what's with the little clips, and the little metal pieces? Hey, dog. I'm starting something new, man. Really? You know, I always try to, you know, keep it bubblelicious. Uh, they- <laughs> <laughs> I try to keep my bubbiness up at a high level. Uh, are they diaper level. pins? What are they? <laughs> You could say they're razors. <laughs> they're razors? Really? No, they're not. Oh. They're actually like they're like little Jamaican clips that you put in your hair to like some people put them in for style. I'm actually putting mine in. They look stylish, but I actually put They're mine holding in. the braids together. They're holding my base of my dreads. Nice. Ah, that makes I had sense. A, I had a tough practice this I remember morning, actually when up. you wrestled in college, you had you had dreads, right? Yeah, I had braids. I long You braids. had braids. Yeah. yeah, I remember cuz you had to wear that thing. Yeah, you had to wear the I had to wear the stuff. And white bitches must have loved that boy. They did. Actually, they, you know what? There was a guy actually who who texted me who was like, I'm not listening to your show anymore, yada yada yada, because of something. I was like, I was doing a periscope and he was like trying to get someone else. He was trying to plug someone else's show during my periscope. That's an asshole. And I was like, so I had to start blocking him because I was like, come on, man, I'm just trying to answer questions here and they keep trying to like plug someone else's show. And then he's like, uh, hey, listen, the only reason I'm listening to your show is because I went to ASU and Bubba impregnated half the girls who went to my college. <laughs> 
Uh, that's part of the scholarship program. <laughs> you got to take 12 hours and raise one of Bubba's kids. <laughs> that's that's the requirement and maintain a 3.0. No, I do got a lot of uh I do got a lot of pit bulls running around at ASU. I had a I had a nice little breeding stock out there and Really? I got I got I gave a lot of people some pit bulls. Really? I got a couple of people. Yeah, if I go back to if I go back to ASU right now, I can probably get a, a gang of like 10 pit bulls to hang you out. You actually with raise dogs in college? Yeah, yeah I, used Why? To breed, I used to breed pit bulls. I didn't know that. Yeah, man, it's part of it's part of me. What is that? You guys love the pit bulls. Man, it's part of your. It's, I would say it's a product of your environment. Is that right? Um, it's a cultural from, thing. You were fighting Virginia. them though. Already. No, I'm no, not. You're just loving them. Do hate the hate the deed, not the breed. You got to punish that. Right. Uh, you know, we don't. Right. We definitely. Don't hey, listen, mine, mine's are real beautiful pits. You know. Nice. Yeah. You. I would say you would fight the ugly dogs. <laughs> oh come on. Fight the pugs. Fight the, <laughs> <laughs> fight the Can you say, imagine a schnauzer if, fight? Yeah. Oh, these schnauzers are pissed. The, my, 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 pit bulls are I beautiful. Have a, I have a dog terrible. that was that was uh, uses bait for fighting pit bulls. Oh, missing ears is tough as hell. Yeah. Well, he's he's a loving dog to me to people that he but he just goes after. He, he 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 like he, it's kind of racist. Doesn't like yeah. black people. It's because like I black bet. guys. He goes after black guys, <laughs> doesn't he? I know. Well, I don't know. Growing up in Virginia, man, I knew a lot of racist dogs. One of my best friends. I go to his house and his dog hates me. Absolutely <laughs> hates me. And I've known him. I've known that dog since it was a puppy. Yeah. And before it could even really understand what barking was. Right. He just never let me around. Really. And, and you know. I don't mind it. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I brought I brought my pit around, and you that dog didn't say it. much. You yeah, see past he didn't it. say much. So I just got back from Calgary today. I just got back. I got off the plane an hour ago. <laughs> Two flights. Second flight was the middle seat. Ugh. Oh, oh I know. The, I got one of worst. those coming up. The worst. Yeah. The worst. And uh, but I had I had a really good time. I actually I had a, it was a really good club. It was a fun club. Yeah. Uh, the, the only problem it was like good and bad because the. The club was attached to the hotel, the the, the travel lot. See, I like that. Well, I'd have to rent the car, save me money, but I was confined to the like right to this building for five days. Yeah, that yeah. was the, that was the only shitty part. That is like, really bad. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was I actually I like, but I I I wrote a lot. You could have used Uber. A, you could have used Uber. I could have used Uber. <laughs> uh, yeah, they do have Uber okay. over there. I actually wrote a joke. I talked about like how the last time I got laid, Caitlyn Jenner could still pee standing up. <laughs> and how like I think she still can still. <laughs> my, my friend was like, uh, and I was actually talking to my friend. And I, I was like, man, he's like, would you hit that? I'm like, well, you know, sometimes, I would. sometimes you got to take one for the team. And, he, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but you're the only one playing. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's kind of an individual sport, actually. Uh, yeah. And the sport is golf, but still, you know. So, uh, so that was a good, uh, I'm working on that. Hey, actually, that dude is better looking than half the girls I've fucked in my life, okay? Who, Caitlyn Jenner? Yeah. Really? Oh, she's hot. Really? I totally banged. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I banged the shit out of it. No, you, come on. Yeah. That's, That'd be a bro job I could do. That's a guy. Because it's they, that, But it looks like a really hot chick. No, it does not look like a hot And chick. we're talking a gold medal Olympic Trans pussy. I mean, that's you're talking. You are in the top point oh one percentile that, sexual guy. That is awful, dude. How many uh, other dudes could say? I mean, a lot of guys fuck trannies, but gold medal Olympic tranny. There's no way. There's, Come on, bro. That's, that's so a bro rare. job. I could get down with. That's disgusting. That is ridiculous. I think you're lying to yourself. That's what I think. I w there's no way. I think if Caitlyn Jenner walked in right now and was like, "I want to suck your dick out," I think you'd do it. I would never. Well, then you would have to watch me do it. Uh, I would watch you do that just to laugh my ass off. <laughs> I'd be like, this is fucking Olympic. I would, I would this is an Olympic she, bro she, job. She, 
whatever it is isn't trying is, isn't trying hard enough because like she's got the whole visual thing going and then he's like you know so it's you know I decided to be a woman it's like well I mean I know listen gay you dudes treat that it, actually, you treat him know. like every other girl you don't let him talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm are, kidding. I love to, women. We are off I'm to just a great joking. start of this podcast. I'm so sorry. And last week, someone said I went too far. Last week, you're like, Craig Wilson's got too far this time. Oh, it's so funny. I don't, know, way, what uh, I don't even know what they're talking about. I don't by know the way, I spoke to Marina. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she said she was totally down for the porn star Ronda Arouse me See, I coming you. on the show. I knew, she, I knew it. Nah, you, you were voting against it. I was. I, all, I, was I wasn't voting against it. it. I was all for it. No, we were not. Me and you were both voting against it. Oh, Bubbles, was I against yes, it? Yes, yes oh. you were against it. Oh, I don't remember correctly then. I, good podcasting is dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> well, why were we against it? No, we just thought Marina would actually get really angry. About oh it. no, that's true. I wanted to have it on an episode where Marina wasn't. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think Marina would be down. That's funny that she is though. I really would have thought she would be totally. Against to too, yeah. So, uh, so, back to Calgary. Yes, back to case. Calgary. So, <laughs> I, last time I was there, it was like I got completely teased by this girl. This girl, I, I, oh, I went out with yeah. this girl, like four chicks. It was my last night. It was going to be great. This girl was talking up such a big game. It's going to be so much fun, this and that. Yeah, and, like, then this is the end, and at the end, it was like, all right, bye, and, and nothing. And then she sent me pictures of her topless. Like, oh, what is this? Whack. Yeah, that That's was... some Thursday night shit. You can't do that on Saturday. Sunday. <laughs> or Sunday. Not, you can't, yeah, the night you're leaving. You can't so do that. That's I, wrong. So I went back. I saw her again. And, and it, I, I just I actually didn't even hit on her. I just went out for lunch. Right. I just was totally cool with it. You know, lunch. she didn't look as much. You know, it, it, sometimes it's like validating when a girl like this is you but doesn't. Age as well as you know. right. That is very good. Yes, <laughs> karma, bitch. Like, yeah, you come back and she's kind of fat, and it's like, yeah, I don't even want you now. You ever so. see girls on Facebook that happens too? That happens. That's like the, the best thing about Facebook. You oh, see chicks yeah. missed you in high school or college oh, that grew yeah. up, and now they have like five kids, and they like you're like, oh man. Actually, most of them turned out they they held together pretty well. I'm the one that's <laughs> not in my school. <laughs> I'm the one that they're looking at going, glad I didn't fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, he looks like crap. <laughs> now my. High school is full of hot chicks that are now not not hot women anymore. Wow. Back in uh, in uh, Virginia, yeah, back in Virginia Beach, yeah. um, Virginia Beach. Because when we were in high school, man, some some models in that grade in those classes during those years, and now as I scheme. Facebook, it is it has gotten bad, and I'm just right? like, yeah, bitch. Remember that one time you wouldn't go out with me? Yeah, son. Yeah, look at you. Look at you. Now, your butt sticks out farther than your now, stomach. You're like a human like a version of Golden Corral. When I wrestled in high school, I like I was not very good with the girls. I, like I was so focused on wrestling, and then you know, you know that I, sounds I, really I had good. Really big cauliflower ear turned purple. Oh, like, like gothic chicks were into me. Uh, <laughs> I had Sorry acne. About that. I had, about I had really bad acne. I, I was always sucked out. Did yeah. you have that too? Or no. No sir, no sir. Uh, I was I was homecoming king, prom king. Oh, listen with this. Captain of the football team, captain of the wrestling team. Really? Yeah, man, I did it all in high school. They retired his I, dick. I did they fucking, it all. They have a bronze in of his dick school. in the in the cabinet. That was that Hollywood was... story, son? Yeah. They, they, yes. were, they retired your dick. <laughs> they made a bronze I mean, of it and put it in the awards trophy case. I would case. not be surprised if I went home and there his was his wrestling a... trophies and then the bronzed dick. <laughs> That's what's in the trophy. Or you like in high school, back in the 30s. Oh, <laughs> back in the 30s. <laughs> I'm sorry about the laugh, by the way. When the teacher can still beat your ass. No, I <laughs> First, I, let me tell you something. I, I hate being around teenagers now, and I would have hated me 
the most. Yeah. Like, I feel sorry for anyone that had to be around this hurricane. You were loud, I, I was loud, obnoxious, said rude shit. I was awful. It's exactly like you are now. But worse. Imagine worse. But like, now, less now mature. Just, but now yeah. you're just getting paid for it. Exactly. Now I'm getting paid for it, and I, I get asked. I, although, I'll be honest with you, I actually did, I, I've always done better than I should, yeah. considering the cards that I've been dealt. Right, right, right. I always did, but with girls from other schools. Yeah. I, the girls in my school, they didn't, because they'd seen me, <laughs> they were like, no, he's going to tell everybody. But girls from other schools fucking loved me, and I, I fooled around with the girls from other schools all the time. Yeah, but I can see that. That was my game. Well, you do have actually... Women either love you or hate you. They really do. It I is mean, one or he, the other. He, he got kicked out of the Laugh Factory for three weeks because <laughs> the waitresses, there's a staircase, and he was looking under girls' skirts. Up, <laughs> like, okay, but I wasn't the only one, and they knew that that would happen. <laughs> Nobody knew we that. We all made happen. jokes about it. Nobody knew that would happen. You were good like, times, you're what it was. 45 years old looking, looking up, up girls' skirts. skirts. Hey, YOLO, bitch, YOLO. Listen, hey, okay, listen, you know, judge me if you've never looked at upskirts videos on. Line. If you have, then you're just as bad as me. So go fuck yourself. I just had the opportunity. Anyway, you know what? Right. Josh, I made Josh Wade go and do it one time in New York. There was one station, and I think it was it was Union Square, one of the Union Square exits, mm -hmm. where they had a fan blowing right at the stairs. Yeah. So girls would be going up and not realize it was about to hit them and blow their skirt up. You're out of your. And I would mind. just hang out down there, <laughs> like, fucking three hours. If I had nothing else to do. I just hang out, watch awful. some fucking upskirts. It was awful, great. Awful, That's awful, awful. That so, was my. Fault, though. That so, was... uh, yes, but anyway, the crowds in Canada were amazing. They're nice the people. They, uh, they, I had, they were so much nicer. Like they just like even when I picked on them, I'm like, "Are you guys gay?" Like, are we? Like, like it was, <laughs> it was one of those. About, I gotta get a one of those situations where they were just they were so sweet. I mean, just to, and it was funny. Like there was actually uh, like. I, I do I do a whole bit about how like you ever like about the bust uh, you you know a girl's giving you head and then she's like I want you inside me and you're like ah fuck uh, I want to be Spider Man you know right. uh, and then some some girl yells out that's not fair I'm like what she's like it's not fair when guys do that I hate when I'm sucking the guys and she's just going off right whoa from the crowd right so I'm like uh, let me guess uh, uh, normally when you have sex with your husband it's face down right she's like yeah I'm like that's because you fucking talk too much <laughs> like, well she walked right into that oh, one right? I went ballistic it was it was just one of those things where I was just having fun. I was having so Worse much fun. Worse than Sarah McMahon just walked right into oh. it. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Woo, let me just spin right into this fist. And then, uh, and then there was another guy that was like, he had like this, that like beard. He had like he had total beard. So I kept calling him like Bin Laden and blah blah. blah. And I'm like, sir. And he was with a hot chick. I'm like, so how long are you guys together? And the guy's like, I'm gay. I'm like after like, <laughs> so I was like, the guy was like, I'm gay. I was like, he's like, yeah, I'm gay. I'm like, oh wow, you like you 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 blow dudes and 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 the buildings. <laughs> I was just one of those things. You were just, just hitting them. Oh, I was having so um. much fun. There was a Israeli chick there, and she was like, uh, I was like, oh, so. My, my 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 dad actually told me Israeli girls are the best. He goes, well, they know how to fight because because he's, they're fearless. He goes, yeah. they have six countries trying to blow them off the mat. So what's a load to the face? Yeah, <laughs> hello, yeah. That's what my dad told me. And I, your dad I, is a classic. Well, I don't know. <laughs> what, he, what's a load to the face? He didn't say load to the face. I, I got you thirteen hundred in Calgary for eight days. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, joking, was, I was just having so much fun. There was, and then I was a whole bit about tattoos, you know, and. uh I was like, I asked some girls, I'm like, do you have any tattoos? And she's like, yeah, I have one on like my back. And then somebody, she, I was like, what is it? She's like, it's, it's my grandma's name. And I'm like, why? He, and then she goes, she passed away. 
So everyone's like, it was like silence, you know? That brings it down. So I'm like, oh, well, when your boyfriend busts on your back, is he like, meet the grandkids? <laughs> it was exactly, I was just throwing fucking, I was throwing him, I was throwing him. It was, it was so much fun. I was having a good time. How was your weekend, Bubba? It was good, man. I had a great weekend again. You What'd know? you do? Uh, I went to the beach. Um, yeah. I was actually hanging out with Newton and uh, my boy McKee, and we went to the beach. Which beach? Um, we were at Mother's Beach. Mother's Beach. I think it's like right down the street from. Man, I don't even know. I, I don't, it, it was Mother's Beach. Now you know, by the way, was he talking about? He has a big fight coming up. Yeah, yeah. He's in that four fight tournament. Yes, he is. And he beat King Mo twice. Phil Davis is gonna be the tough one, I think, to beat. Yeah, he's yeah he's gonna fight him. He's gonna fight uh you know the other four the other three guys or how's whoever he, how's wins. He, how's he looking in practice? He looks great, man. He looks great. I'm excited about the fight. Um, Phil was my host of my recruiting visit to Penn State, so. Um, oh know, wow, that's cool. I'm not strongly voting for anybody. Obviously, yeah. I'm a fight fan, so I just want to see a good fight. Yeah. Um, you know, if it if if they end up fighting or whoever's end up fighting, so. We're gonna see we're gonna see what the night holds, you know. I'm right. excited for it. But um yeah, man, went to church a bunch this weekend. Uh a lot of people were getting on me on the podcast about <laughs> One minute I'm the preacher's son, and the next minute I'm telling you how to lie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yo, you got to take it into context. You know, my, my mind goes everywhere. People, you know? people love you on the show, by the way. I, I, God's not done with me yet, so I'm glad that they do love me. And I, you can see my, my growth and progress here. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's cool. No, I, I like it, man. The fans that are out there that you know watching the podcast, they be showing me love, man. And I, and I, and I love you guys for that. That's what's up. Nice, nice. Well, they love you, man. They love you too. Although I get a couple not of all of them across. love me. <laughs> they don't love me a lot. <laughs> There's some that violently hate me. Uh, I got one email. One more <laughs> yes, oh, I don't even want to know. Oh, okay. The right. hate oh, emails. This is gonna be brutal. Okay. This is gonna be brutal. This was the email I got from uh, from. Hold on. I'll type the email that I got. This is pretty funny. He goes, Adam. Uh, I love the way he's like, I got to send him a, an email. I can't tweet this. This <laughs> is more take, than 140 characters. I'm going to take my time to express yeah, my yeah, hate for this. Go podcast. ahead. Yeah. It's pretty oh funny. Actually, it was, it was actually really. He goes, hi, Adam. I'm a UK MMA roasted podcast listener. Absolutely love the show. And I listened before, religiously before Marina joined. So believe me, I'm a huge fan. You're hilarious, as is Marina. I just can't listen when Greg's on the show. <laughs> I understand he's a friend of yours, and I'm sure his stand-up is great. But on the podcast, he's killing it. By the way, the UK killing it actually means killing, not the same as you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, so it's awesome. <laughs> he's way We're too, killing it. He's way too loud. His forced <laughs> laughter drives me crazy. And he's like Paul Harris with his shitty jokes. He doesn't let go. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Paul Harris? <laughs> He's the guy, the guy that wouldn't let go of the yeah. Oh, the fighter yeah. Paul Harris. Yeah, I thought good. it was two names, Paul Harris. <laughs> but yeah, okay, I get it. Please yeah. limit parentheses cancel his appearance <laughs> on the show. Said from the heart from a friend of the show, not a hater. Dave Wilson. Not a hater. Dave uh, just a particular straight up Greg Wilson hater. <laughs> I, I don't mind. I love your show. I just, the Greg Wilson, I hate, hey, I you know hate what, Greg, the shit man, out of it. I, you, make, you crack me up, man. And uh, people, you make me laugh hard. I look forward to the show. <laughs> when you're on, as well as Baba. Thanks, so, and man. You I know, know what that, a fan I am. And I know that you're going to make me funnier. So I understand. We got to uh, stop bro Dave, Dave Wilson. I know Dave Wilson. I, I appreciate And he the shares letter. my last name. I appreciate that. Now, this is a betrayal. Man, I, uh, this is. is, you know what? I'm glad America won the revolution now. <laughs> <laughs> like before, I was kind of like, you know, they didn't, you know, they, England was all right. But now, you know what? No, fuck La you. Dave, listen, uh, I, I appreciate the email. I appreciate the support. But give Greg a chance because he will grow on you. I guarantee. <laughs> 
he's one of those guys. I'm like, I don't grow on everybody. I don't. Some people remain fully resilient <laughs> to the Greg Wilson vocal explosions. I wish there was something I could do. I wish I could be a softer touch guy, but that's not who I am. Well, you know, anyway. By the way, I'll tell people in Canada. I was going to say this. I do love people in Canada and England. I'm just After joking. the show, someone gave me 40 bucks. He gave me. They a tip. tipped you. They tipped, tipped a comic. Yeah, he tipped See? a comic. It's spreading. We like gotta start tipping comics. He goes. He goes. He goes. I don't even want anything because I'm. I, I. I sell merchandise after the show, which I fucking yeah. hate doing. I, 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 it's hey, a part of our. It's job. a part of it, man. Even when I do my camps, I have to bring out the shirts, and it's for the kids mostly, but it's also for my kid. Yeah. <laughs> so I know, but it's, it's a rough. part of it. Man. There was a guy recently that was like, "Hey, man, because I didn't have the the uh, the uh, square, the credit card thing." He goes, "You can yeah. use mine." How do you not have? That? I finally got it right. So I go, "Okay, thank you." And then everyone that bought one, he goes. Hey, you want mine too? Hey, you want mine too? To everyone that bought mine, all the people that are going up to me and buying my stuff, he's like, hey, because I had to give him the credit card. He'd be like, hey, you want it? And he was then plugging his shit. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. You're making everyone feel awkward. That's why you got to have your own square, brother. I know, I know, I know. I, know. I like it when they, I've had a lot, a lot of times people will buy something and they pay me a lot more for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's always, they're like, no, no, you keep it. That's cool. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Call the Coke guy. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody handed me a joint Redial. Too. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that, that Canada weed's great. I didn't even smoke it. I had, it's I didn't, probably grown outdoors, good soil. I didn't soil. even smoke it. I was just like, I didn't even have time to bring it back. It. You couldn't, you couldn't, you can't bring it back. No, a wise back. man told me always watch the man who rose. Really? You always watch the man who rose. Because you, know, you, you never know what you're smoking. Well, there's a joint that can change your life out there, and, you, and that ain't in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, yeah. that's true. One time I smoked crack that way. Yeah, <laughs> on accident. On accident. We were smoking. This is true. We were smoking a joint in a circle, and this guy comes up. He's like, "Hey, I got one too," and he holds his up. He's like, "Can I join the circle?" And we, I don't know. We we're just trying to be cool. Like, yeah, man, whatever. And so we're smoking. Then he lights his up, and I'm realizing I'm, I'm tasting. It. I'm like, "This tastes weird. It tastes like like burning plastic or something." And he goes, "Yeah, it's crack." Oh man, what did you? <laughs> I shoved him. I shoved him. I was like, "What the fuck?" Is wrong with you? I lost my mind, of and then my course. buddy lost his. I mean, we we're all like, "What the?" F we basically, you know, and he you was guys like, "Don't smoke crack blunts." Like, yeah, what do you mean? Exactly. I mean, who doesn't smoke crack blunts? That's what he was acting like. That's how he was acting. He was like, "What?" I thought it was all cool. Well, I'm like, "We're smoking weed, you crackhead!" Get the fuck out of here! And then my head went crazy. I had to get out of there. I tried to drive. I had to pull over. It's like something. I can't. It was terrible, man. It's not fun. There was a. There was a. A chick that was so this hot black chick that was smoking yeah. hot. It was like all Canada up. has black people. Yeah, a couple, three, and, uh, okay. and, and the one she's like, I like white boys. Like, of course oh. she has oh, no choice. Well, yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm black on the outside, but I like white on the inside. And then she's like, Hey, meet me out. But then I couldn't. Then I, I, I went out, and then like we miss each other. And then it's like they say as a comic, you always go from the comedy club to the hotel. As right. You never you, want to go to the mid location because you lose your magic. You lose your magic. Then you're like every other asshole in that town. Yeah. And that's what happened. Uh -huh. I, I like went out to the club. So a couple people were like, Hey, want to go to some coke party? I was like, no, I don't yeah. do coke. No. <laughs> and then I hung out with this guy, Smelino Rima, Rama, who's the heavyweight from uh, World Series of Fighting, the ex-champion. Uh -huh. He's, he's going to be on the show Thursday. He's a guy who, uh, he's 10 and 2, 23 years old, beat Mako. He has a win over Mako, uh, and he's not allowed out of the country due to legal reasons for <laughs> fighting, uh, uh, alleged all kinds of stuff. So he's a badass. A and he's not allowed badass. in the country either, because he actually came to the country illegally got arrested a bunch of times and now can't leave. So he could only fight in Canada. Talk about a guy who's like, fucked. Because, <laughs> because he could be one of the best heavyweights in the world. Right. And, yeah. and he just, 
you know, he's just involved with some... How long does that probation last? I mean, he's only 23. You got years. He's involved with some some rough shit. Like, he's yeah. just a, a guy that, like, it's just one of those stories that you're yep. just like, man... Yep. See that horrible yeah. heavyweight match in the UFC Fight Night? All right, we're going to talk about UFC Fight Night. So, okay. uh, Glover, versus, Glover versus OSP. Uh, I you know what? OSP... Has I no ground game? I, uh, <laughs> seriously. Like, His legs look like James Tony's. <laughs> but, I mean, here's a guy. Everyone was so high on this guy yeah. after he knocked out Shogun so quick. But, I mean, I because like, Glover is a good wrestler. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's a great wrestler. He looked great uh, against him. <laughs> he wasn't, but his, his, his takedowns were pretty rudimentary. Uh, but OSP had no... He kind of went in like he had a secret. Like, almost how... Um, what's the name did last week? The Maya... Um, what's his name? Yeah, Maya. Maya did. Yeah. He kind of, like, knew the... Uh, not the game plan, but, like, I have a secret that nobody else knows. This guy can't get up. Like, he, yeah. can't defend a take, he can't defend a takedown. I mean... I was going was, for him. This guy hit me up and was like, yo, if, uh, if you pick two fights on, on the card that, that win me money, I'll, I'll tip tip a fighter. Well, basically, you'd be tipping me, but yes, yeah. okay, cool, I got you. I picked um, uh, what's the eighty-five dude who's going against Sam Smiley. Oh, oh yeah, Brunson. We talked I, about I, that. Yeah, Brunson, the brawler, Brunson. And then I picked OSP. Well, you picked Sam Smiley though to win that fight, by the way. Did I? Yeah, because Brunson got knocked out by Jacare and by um, and he lost to uh, Yo. Okay. What a horrible stoppage, though. Well, it, we'll talk about that fight in a second. Okay. Well, in the Twitter sphere, I picked yeah. him. Yeah, but I don't, yeah, I gotta, I gotta. Pick that up with you, Bubba, because you said you would give him a tip because he didn't tap out and he went to got he got choked out. Right. That's a very dangerous thing. People getting choked out is not a good strategy for you. I know that like I know there's honor that you have this honor before tapping. Death but, before dishonor, yes. But at a at a certain point you gotta just tap. Yes. Uh, Save your I brain. I must be missing something. Every time you go out, right? Right. It's not healthy. You're cutting off circulation. Every time you cut weight to a fight, <laughs> it's unhealthy. But, but you're not, I mean, you're, 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 you could be getting brain damage if you keep going out. And I and I, and I do I believe guess. that once you go out, every time you go out, you go out a little easier. I know that you think that there's like there's this like pride. The, the, the way I saw it, okay. Now I understand you're thinking the health reasons in it, but the way I saw it, he was trapped and and choking in a in a moment, and there was a uh, you could see it on his eyes and his facial expressions. I'm not getting out of this. This is over. And he had that opportunity to be like, you know what? Oh, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Here goes my tap. And then he like you could almost see it on his yeah, face. He, like he, he was a, not to. He was just like, you know what? Like nap time. Yeah, nap but time. I, I, I would not tip a guy for going out. I, I would. Mean, no offense. Because I've been there. Yeah, I know you've been there. And that was a very. I didn't tap either. That was a scary fucking move for you, bro. I was. You scared the shit out of all the your fans, bro. No death. You know what the better thing to do is to defend the rear naked choke. Yep. Yep. He could have did that, but you know we saw he was at he was at a you know a a hole in the wall and he couldn't get through it. And he got choked, and he could have tapped and be like, "Oh, that was good." I you understand. Know. I understand. But he just, I, you know, I understand what you're come saying. On, man. But I really don't hey, know what I'm talking about. Hey, uh, yeah, you do. I would have tipped, <laughs> tipped him at tip a fighter for going out like a. Warrior. Hey, listen, you know what? You want to tip a guy for that? That's the reason it's there. That's the reason you, you ain't got to tip. Uh, yeah, but this isn't. A, you don't, don't have to I, tip I, I don't, don't like seeing guys get knocked out or tapped out. I love it. Or arms broken. That's why you watch it. Yeah, but the guy himself. I'm not tipping the guy who got knocked out. Yeah, if you, I don't know if you. No, I'm not tipping the guy. Get knocked out. No, but I'm not getting to the guy. The guy who didn't tap. You're saying you're giving him props for not tapping. For the mental toughness yeah. that it takes to be there in that moment and, and say, see the you light know what? Go out. I won't give up. I'll never give up. Even when the light goes out, 
you will never have the satisfaction. You might have the satisfaction that I put you to sleep, Listen, but you won't have the satisfaction of saying it's your wallet. I submitted you. You had to physically tap me to get. Me I understand. Me. No, I understand what you're saying, and that's why. Also, when I'm in jujitsu class, I have a Shoot torn. To I have a torn ACL right now. Yeah. They gotta spend three thousand dollars on <laughs> because <laughs> I was like, I'm not tapping. I can get out of here, and then pop. Yeah. So you know, Sometimes see, but that's different shoot. because that's a real fight. You're yeah. just training. There's, yeah. You know what? Uh, yeah. You tap when you're training. Yeah, yeah, but I've seen also guys yeah. tap too much when they're training, and then they get into a fight. And Are you so planning you, to get in a fight? No, but I've seen guys not at all. Yeah, I know what you it mean. Stupid. I they tap, tap quick in the fight. But, but I've seen guys yeah. tap too much in training. Wait a minute. Are you announcing you're going pro? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> you. <laughs> okay, but we're in jello. But I just see it as shooting to the clip's empty. You know what I mean? After the clip is empty, then you start using the butt of the gun. Once that breaks, you, you start I tapped, back. I would have tapped Glover for that. And by the way, so, yeah, so, tip Glover for so, it. So Glover for called sure. out Daniel Cormier uh, after the fight. And Cormier Man, said, uh, relax, buddy. Yeah. Whoa. You have a long way to go. Whoa. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you just wrestled your way to a win. <laughs> and then you go call out a wrestler like, you know, Cormier. Not a good not a good strategy. So, but I bet the crowd makes you amped up to the point where you just start, you know what? The Hulk, you're next. Sure, <laughs> you know I mean? man. You're <laughs> the win. You're for the crowd. But yeah. oh, he had Who no do you ground. want? He, he, I want the champion, whoever that I is. I can see that you have no ground game, then you have no fucking ground game. <laughs> but yeah. we also didn't see Glover in his prime in a way because his prime was sort of spent in Brazil. He sort of like was this undercurrent guy who was a, a big on the underground but didn't get into the UFC where I, I almost say it was like a little too late like his first couple mm. fights he was great in the UFC yeah. but he wasn't fighting the elite guys he, he was fighting uh, the the Kyle Kingsbury's the guys mm. to get to the point where he had to get and I kind of mm. wish that he would have gotten a little maybe better management or someone would have discovered him sooner or maybe you know just sometimes that just happens sometimes yeah. it happens yeah. uh, Michael Johnson versus Benil Darius you see that you uh, see oh my tweet on that my God. Yeah. Now, Benny's uh, coming on the show next week. Uh, he will be in studio. He fought. He fought. He Which one? Smart, calculated fight. Benny or Michael Johnson? Benny. But I think no, he, he lost. lost. Yeah, he definitely lost a, a calculated fight yeah, where but he, got like, his, he got after beat he, every round. After he couldn't shoot, I, I would say he got the last the third round. round he but him. after okay, he maybe. couldn't take him down, he adjusted his game and he didn't look hurt. He, I mean, the first first round he got knocked down, but after he couldn't get the double legs and you know off to the shot, he adjusted, 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 and I guess that's what the the judges were seeing. I thought it was clear. But as it was day. to me, it was a landslide. Wait, Michael Johnson. What about his fucking face when they announced his? Name? Did you see the shock? And then his entire speech. No, after I was, was more like was, at Mike. I could appreciate it if they if he won. I would have. It wouldn't have been a surprise. Like he. I mean, even it was he classy. Knew he lost. Look, he, happened, he knew he lost the fight. He happens to be a super nice kid. It I was classy him, as hell. I, I asked him this week. Hey, you want to come on the show today? He goes. I'm. He goes. I'm on a mission this week. Like yeah. a mission. Like he's helping right. out like yeah. poor people. He. He's a super sweet. Kid who, who lost the fight came to my comedy show. Just the most unassuming guy you've ever known. He's a straight killer, humble dude. He did lose the fight. I'm not but saying he's not at a the nice same guy. Time, you got to close the show, uh, Michael Johnson. I don't think he was able to close the show. He was doing the best that he could with a tough guy. Yeah. You know, and Michael Johnson, the menace, was doing everything in his in his power, stalking him, kicking him every now and then. He didn't kick so much because of the takedown. I mean, just really controlling the cage, yeah. aggression. 
you know, pointing him. He was getting beat with the jab a little bit. You know, uh, what's the yeah, name? The kept jab, pumping that, that jab. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. It's so crazy. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm with you. I, I was think, as shocked I as think he the was. Lost the guy that was. I said, I would have tipped. I would have tipped Michael Johnson for taking that loss. And that's one thing about Tip of Fighter. Where yeah. you know what? If Everyone you feel that guy, tip Michael Johnson. If you feel one. like that guy lost the fight. And he still got straight the straight robbery. Straight no, robbery. Anthony Johnson go, go said, "Were the judges giving him BJ's instead of watching the fights?" Like, yeah, I, I, that's, that's Anthony Johnson saying that. I'm, it was obviously like I, 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 even, I even said like uh, <laughs> the judges. Came. They're <laughs> called bro, bro jobs. Like, Hulk Hogan going to the BT Awards is a better decision than that. It was, it was like, <laughs> like Meek Mill attacking Drake. There was all kinds. Somebody actually wrote that uh, that that was part of the new Iran, the, 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 the new deal with Iran. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good joke. Whoever said that, that's very funny. Yeah, so, uh, that explains guy, the. I was looking at that that, that flag too, and I'm like, what's the because fu-? they were like fighting out of Florida. I'm like, I don't think that was the Florida flag. <laughs> the guy that did, looked like one of our enemies. The guy who said that is Nate uh, Dibavoice. He very has, funny, he's a very Nate. Funny guy. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. So Al Iaquinta uh, called out uh, Benny after the fight. Uh, Al Iaquinta said, he "I like Al because Benny said, you know, he he actually wouldn't call anyone out. He's like, oh well, whoever wants to fight me, and then Benny, yeah. and then uh, no, he's really classy. He like I don't know much of him. I didn't I didn't know much of him, but you know." There's some people who get the victories like that, and then they're like, "Yeah, you know, you know." They act like they they did it, yeah. and the way that he expressed himself, like, you know what, I would not have been surprised. I want to give glory to God. I want to do this, and I was just like, you know what, I became a fan of him. I was no longer mad at him classy. for yeah. for winning a fight he shouldn't have won. I was more like, you know what, that was the way. If you were going to take a victory, <laughs> the way he took it, that was the way to yeah, interview right afterwards. Like, yeah, like, you can't. Like, like when Bisbing beat Hamill, it yeah. was like that. I think was the worst robbery. I've ever seen uh, the Cafal Pendred fight, though he won. Was I saw really Masvidal get robbed. Masvidal against who? Oh yeah, against against Ayakinta. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was a robbery. You that know? One, I thought it was a robbery. Really too. bad. Uh, there was the Diego Sanchez fight uh, yep. against I think Ross Pearson. That was a robbery. That would have been really funny if afterwards he would have gone nuts like he just destroyed. Like I fucking told you, I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. Like you'd be like, but you see guys do that, though. right? So guys that point, that's what I'm barely won by the chin in their hand. And let me tell you something else. This one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm calling out the champion. Dana, fight of the night. Give me that yeah. fifty thousand. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. yo, go. You're right. Down. You're right. He was a humble. He was really. And you can't really be mad at him for it. He's not an act. That, that kid. No, that's I, how he is. I agree with that point. Kid, well, he's, he fights like that. He fights like very just chill class. I mean, yeah. he, at no point, even when Mike was starting to get into him a little yeah. bit, he just kind of kept his cool. And I think that's what persuaded the judges. Like he, he never, even though he was losing the fight, one, he never seemed to be losing the fight. If you cut the fight on, you'd be like, okay. I don't know who's winning right now because this guy doesn't look too beat up and yeah. he doesn't look too panicked. But isn't you know? he a jiu-jitsu like, master he champion? Is, but, the like, is, but the thing was, he couldn't get the fight to the ground. Yeah. See, I felt like he didn't try to get the fight to the ground. No, he tried. No, he tried to fail Johnson a lot. Was, it was like really? nine, okay, nine shots Johnson's that didn't score. An ama- no, but you're t- we're talking about a guy like... Johnson's an amazing wrestler. Yeah, he's an amazing. He's an amazing. Uh, he was a football player in college. Mm-hmm. He's good a really good, good athlete. Good athlete. And you know, I've taken wrestling with jujitsu guys who have no. It's it's a joke. I mean, I've literally went to wrestling 
and you have jiu-jitsu guys going there, and I'm taking down black belts, brown belts, yeah. with ease. And it's almost like wrestling with your little sister. It's it's. They don't like us. Wow. But, but then you go to the jiu- then <laughs> did you to, Brazilians no, hear that? But then you go to jiu-jitsu class, and they're fucking subbing me left. They're throwing. They got, that's what that's what they want to fight. Right. Like, but they're just not trained in wrestling. It's not right. like like they don't care about going to the ground. Yeah. And and it's not like they're um it's not like they're any weak or, or anything like that, but. It's really hard for a jiu-jitsu guy to try to take a wrestler down. Yeah, their takedown offense okay, is right. disgusting. Especially, it's just horrible. Especially if they're not an athlete. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying an athlete is like I'm saying like a like you like a I don't know even like even Damian Maya actually is better. But he what's this is like 30th fight or something. Yeah. I mean, this kid Benny, he's a very new kid. He's a great jiu-jitsu kid, but his wrestling just isn't there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, even even his, even his like even his takedowns were like. Middle school. From like <laughs> Middle school takedown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw his headlock. That's why to me it looked like he wasn't trying very hard at it. No, he was trying as hard as he could. Yeah. He okay. Just, he just, like, you don't I thought he had just decided he wanted to it's, fight a stand-up fight. It's one of those things when wrestling is, wrestling is an American sport where, uh, well, it's a world sport, but they, people start in like fourth, third grade, second grade. I mean, some people start in like middle school, you know, yeah. and then they go five days a week, 12 months out of the year. Yeah. And then college, it's like two Three practices a That's because we're America. But by the time they get to that level, we're talking about a guy who takes a wrestling for MMA class, and it's just very few guys. I mean, you got like you got the thing about the thing that's different is you cannot be. I want to say this so I don't offend anybody. You cannot. (laughs) You can learn wrestling moves, but you cannot learn to be a wrestler unless you are a legit wrestler. Unless you have been wrestling for so long. There's people that are like, you know, I'm getting better at wrestling. You're getting better at learning the moves of wrestling. But if you were to wrestle someone who can really wrestle, you're. you're, I would. I would say unless you're you're like unless you're just a. A GSP type athlete. Yeah, yeah. You GSP. Know? I think he's been wrestling for a while. In some sense, you know, it wasn't just like he got to the UFC. Oh, I need wrestling to win, and then out of nowhere, he became a good wrestler. There's guys that are, you know, really good at defense or, or starting to get good double legs because they're learning the moves. Yeah. But when push comes to shove, if it was a wrestling match, they would yeah. get smashed as if it was their first day. You know what I mean? You have to. It's a feel. A lot of the things. It's not just the moves. You you can. Oh, I'm, I'm fighting Bubba. Let me get better at wrestling. No, you can get better at some. Of the moves that you're going to have to do to defend me but you're not going to get better at, at wrestling in the sense like being a wrestler oh, yeah. because it's a feel like I can wrestle guys with my eyes closed because I, it's not the moves it's you know an elbow here a wrist there a hip there a or, knee or, there or with the know? lights off yeah. Yeah. They, they used to ask you know what they, they have honestly, that's true they have, yeah. I remember we wrestled they used to be like uh, there used to be this school that was like for the blind and yeah. you wrestle blind kids right Right. and yeah. you gotta but, the, but it's kind of one of my teammates it's, got tech fall by a blind It's kind of in their favor. Though, yeah, because you can't break the tie up. You have up. to touch them at all times. Yeah. Oh, you can't okay. sneak up behind them and tackle them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which I think would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> one hand, one palm up. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to have one palm up and one palm down, and you can never break that lock. So yeah. if you're not a tie up wrestler, if you're like an athlete who likes to double, if you're a Jordan Burroughs type, it wouldn't work in your favor because you like to be in the open and you like to explode. This guy is grabbing you the whole time. He knows where he is. He, I mean, he yeah, knows better than you. They're training do. for that. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's not. It's like but it's, you think it's. I didn't surprise. think you could make wrestling sound any gayer. <laughs> <laughs> but you just did it, All guys. Right, so uh, we we have we have two more minutes. We will be wrestling. We have two more minutes to talk before we got Dean Thomas coming on the show. He's your old coach, right? Yeah, man. Dean Dean's. I, I call him Uncle Dean, man. He's a he's a legit dude. Uh, we gotta talk about Sarah McMahon real quick. Uh, oh. 
Talk about a wrestler that that did not uh, come through this. She week. got hit by a bus all straight. Up. Uh, you, you know what? They, she almost got hit by a, before that happened, and Nunez pulled back, and you could tell she was like disappointed she didn't fire it. Like, and she was waiting for her to try that kick again to let I, it go. I called that fight. I said if it goes past the first round, I think Sarah. What did I say win. was going to win? You, no, you, we both we said we all said Sarah, but I said that the first round is when Nunez is so dangerous, and I saw that in the Jermaine Durandame fight, I saw that in the Kat Zingano fight, I saw that against Baszler. She is a beast in that first round. Yeah. Uh, if you can, well, she, if you, she gasses a little bit mm-hmm. in the second and third. She gassed against Kat, but that first round, this chick is a monster. Yeah. And Sarah, I thought wasn't even looking that bad until she just got caught, clocked. But the problem with Sarah is that she's such a good wrestler and has been wrestled for so long. She, she was an Olympic evolved, wrestler. Yeah. Can't evolve. She you goes, don't evolve, you die. She goes right to referee's position when she gets hurt. Same thing happened with the Ronda fight. She gets clipped and then puts all fours on the mat and just starts thinking, like, okay, what do I do? And <laughs> I, I'm in Grammy roll. I'm in referee's position, which right. is like right. they say, which is like when they reset you. It's like tabletop position, right? Yeah. That's not where you want to be when you have this big fucking Brazilian clobbing you in the face yeah. and choking you out. And uh, she looked tough, you know. And that's looked tough. That I, that one, I mean, you, the second it connects, you're like, oh, oh. So, you yeah. know. But Sarah actually was actually Sarah's a big girl. Was landing. So, I mean, I actually texted Sarah. She looked very fit. I talked to her afterwards. She said that you know I just felt off. Yeah. But I just think that um, you know, I think I, I hate to say that sports evolving around her, you know, but it just seems like. Some of the, I think this girl in particular is a very dangerous girl. Yeah. And I, I even said it when I, when I saw the matchup. I'm like, oh, this chick. Everybody was hyping that like she's ready for rounds. I was like, mm, I don't know. Who, Nunez versus Ronda? Yeah. I, I tell you though, I think she's better, got a better shot against not Ronda than uh, Tate has. Yeah. I mean, at least you yeah. know we haven't seen you it got, before. You got to see her and Tate though, right? I mean, before, we have to. Before but. everyone's like, how do we beat the champion? You got to set the fights up to, you got to let the champion be the champion. And I'm not just talking about that in Ronda's case. I'm talking about all the champions that are in, in every division of every big organization. Let them be the champion because they, they got there and then get them the right fight for their opponent. Yeah. You know, don't just, this guy's talking trash or this guy's on a hot streak. This yeah. guy's. See, I don't know. I don't agree that, with that. Build you don't, that you right. Don't give him, you don't nah, give him. Man. You got to let. Because when you, you let become him the champ, pick. When, you, when you become the champ, you're like, okay, I'm the champ. Send me the right opponent. Don't send me the guy talking to you. Everybody's going to want to come after the No, I, I You know, the highest, the highest one. seat yeah, only okay, holds right. one, okay? Yeah. Don't just be getting everybody up here trying to sit on my, my seat when, you know, you, I'm the champion. I was let telling Dana the same thing. Don't be throwing these underclassmen at me. <laughs> you know I am the champ and I will remain the champ. It doesn't matter who is the calmer. Thank you, Connor. Really? Where's gay Jesus? I've been wanting to talk to him all the day long. Hi, how are you? There you are. I was wondering where you were. You never <laughs> came and saved Chad Mendes. Can I give you a bro job? <laughs> I want you to do whatever you want to do to Chad Mendes. You do it because I already did uh, it to him. I can't, I can't reach Chad's penis. is too small. That's but, right, because uh, I beat it back into his body. <laughs> his wee, tiny, Latina body. <laughs> all right, listen. We're going to call uh, <laughs> We're gonna call Dean Thomas right now. 
love your gay Jesus. <laughs> what is the deal with that? I never heard anything about it. Oh, gay Jesus? Yeah. Yoel Romero, yeah. after he won his fight, <laughs> he goes, guys, yeah, but, I met it was like the the, the day after Jesus. the Supreme Court like legalized gay, uh, gay, gay marriage. marriage. Uh-huh. He goes, everyone, America, what's wrong with you? Uh, you got to be for Jesus, not... F- I think he said, not nah, forget Jesus. Yeah. But with his thick it, Cuban he accent, he goes, be Jesus, not for gay Jesus. <laughs> and then the internet it blew up the with internet gay exploded Jesus. with fucking gay Jesus memes and Yoel Romero with like the flag behind them. All right, awesome. Then, so it's awesome. too good. I saw your meme straight out of, straight out of gay Jesus. <laughs> 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 Those are a bit much, but I like that one. That's good. What was that? You got bitches in your phone? Hello? Hello, is this Dean Thomas? It is. What's happening? Hey, this is Adam Hunter, the Greg Wilson, and Bubba Jenkins. Bubba Jenkins? What's up, um, What's up, man? man I, ain't talk, I ain't talked to Bubba since he was sitting in the barber chair getting his hair and his shade messed up. Oh, <laughs> what's up, Uncle Dean? What's up with you, man? Man, I'm good, man. I'm just out here. I'm here training the fellas, man. I'm at the gym now, waiting for y'all's call. Listen, Adam, man, I've been trying to be on your show for a while, man. I thought for you ain't had no love for me. Oh, are, are you kidding me? I have plenty of love for you. I figure you. I figure you have your own show on ESPN. People who have, who have their own shows, oh my god, do they really want to go on my show because they have a show themselves, kind of thing? <laughs> I, man, I ain't got my. Own show. I got. Like, I did like two days on ESPN, and they won't give me no more because I don't really know why. I, I don't know why. They oh, I, no oh, I, I thought you had your. I thought you had your own show on ESPN. Nah, so that that's been the problem this whole time. You thought I had my own show. I get two days on ESPN, and you. But <laughs> yeah, now, because now people are always like, "Hey, so come I'm on my podcast." On I'm like, show. "I have my own podcast. I, I talk for <laughs> I talk for four hours a week." Yeah. What do you want me to talk to you? Like, you, get people who don't talk a lot. So I figured you you had your own show. That's why, honestly. <laughs> I was like, nah, this guy's busy. But, but we, I am getting a podcast. Me and your boy, Tyron Woodley, we're getting a podcast. We're working on it right now. Oh, good. I like Tyron a lot. He's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's a good dude. He, he's got a huge fight, man. Who do you like, him or Hendrix? Well, obviously, I got to like Tyron. I can't say <laughs> I'm going with Hendrix all the way. Yeah. Oh, not you know, I was like, yeah, man, I think Hendrix going to kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's creating drama on his own show already. Yeah, well, hadn't even launched. Tyron's in the new NWA movie. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. I know. Man, listen, I was on set when he went there, man, and it was such a cool experience to, like, just be in Compton and be in L.A. at the time because, like, you know, they had, like, real gangbangers on set. I mean, I was scared for my life, actually. Really? Yeah, man, real legit gangbangers was on set just, like, you know. Gotta make it authentic, baby. You gotta make it real. That's right. That's how you know this movie's gonna be good. Well, didn't, like, Suge Knight, isn't that where all that went down, where he, like, ran someone over? Oh, is that right? It was, like, uh, he was, like, going to the set because they were making fun of him in the movie or something, and he didn't like the way he was betrayed, so he shows up and then, like, kills somebody, and then, like, (laughs) now he's in jail for life. He loves that. That's his favorite thing. Now, Now, Dean, I was actually, I spent last night watching almost all your fights on UFC Fight Pass. Uh, it was a pleasure watching some of your fights, man. Um, some of them, I hope. Not some of them <laughs> wasn't a pleasure. At least it wasn't for me watching them. Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, watching your victory over Jeremy Stevens was pretty damn awesome. But that dance you did afterwards, what was that? I, you know what? I call that the chills. It, I made that up after. Uh, uh, if you ever saw Jungle Fever, when Samuel L. Jackson, remember when uh, his mama was asking for the TV when he when he told the TV, and he said, "Mama, I smoked the TV," and he started doing a little shit <laughs> when he was walking towards her. Well, that's where I kind of got that dance from. And I always, whenever I do that dance, I'm like, "Mama, I smoked." 
cute. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great. Now, now I was uh, I was reading about you, man. So you were 18 years old. You never really played. You, you actually you, you uh, played football. You played sports, but your ex girlfriend and you you got into a fight. You end up beating the shit of her boyfriend. Then you had to go to jail for a year every weekend, and that changed yeah, your yeah, life. Yeah. yeah, I did weekends in jail for for that year. That was. I didn't know they had part-time jail. Dog. That's what I was just thinking. Man, they hooked you up with a new I mean, schedule. It, it doesn't really make sense because, like, on the weekends I was in jail, and during the week I was committing crimes. So it doesn't really make sense. But I, I had to a whole year, man. On Friday night I had to go into jail. I got out on Sunday, and then uh, during the week I just was doing my thing. I mean, what was weekend jail like? Man, it sucked. You know what really sucked about weekend jail is when I had to go out and uh, and pick up trash on the side of the road. And when we first started doing this, we was really wearing stripes. So I mean, I really thought like I was in a chain gang yeah. in like 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 eight like nineteen ten. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was out on the side of the road picking up trash on like on the highway, and it sucked because like sometimes I would see some of my friends drive by, I'd try to hide, <laughs> you know what I'm put the bag over my head. Yeah, They're honking and shit. Hey man. Um, yeah, they're, like, they're throwing like, trash out like it ain't me. Yeah, man, it was awful. Wow. So you're so you're in weekend jail, then that but then you started taking jujitsu after that, right? That's yeah, kinda... yeah, yeah. And then yeah, so like right after that. Um and like during that whole time, like I well, this was like during the time, like I had been like infatuated with the UFC. My sister had showed it to me, so I was infatuated with this. So I had just like been like you know, getting all of the videos, like bootleg VHS tapes. And, and I was still like, I wasn't supposed to leave the county. I wasn't supposed to leave, but I was still like leaving and going to like different seminars. I had like went to seminars like Half Gracie and Hickson Gracie and Marco Hua. So I was still kind of doing that. And I didn't tell the state I was leaving, but I was still doing it. But, um, <laughs> wow. so like, and I would take, and I would take it back to, you know, to my, to my house. And I was just me and my buddy Paul Rodriguez, who had actually fought in the UFC as well. And we would just be in my house, in the yard, practicing the moves that I learned at these seminars. That's pretty awesome. And that's really awesome. So then you go, you win your first 12 fights, right? You go before yeah. the UFC. Uh, now, did you beat Jens Pilver before the UFC? Yeah, I beat, I beat Jens before the UFC. Now, here's, now here's a little something for you guys. Like, at the, like right now, like, when I tell you this, you're like, man, you crazy, you stupid. But at the time, uh, the UFC wasn't what it is today. They actually offered me a rematch against Jens for the title, and I turned it down to fight Bozo Pauling in Hawaii in Super Brawl. Wow. You know, she wasn't, yeah, so I, so I ended up, the same day I ended up fighting Bozo Pauling, I ended up beating him. Jens fought Kauno, and he won the, won the UFC belt. I turned that fight down, um, and now I'm, like, kicking myself in the ass. Cause, like, you turned it down for a trip to Hawaii? <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to go fight Hawaii, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. I was like, man, I've never been to Hawaii. Uh, I want to go to Hawaii and shit. Did you, you know? bang a lot of Hawaiian girls when you were there? Yeah, it was, but you know they don't really like dudes from 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 the mainland. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's just kind of weird like that. You know they don't really like people from the mainland. They don't. So yeah, they they. And I don't, but you know what? Like I don't really blame them because you know the only experience they have with guys from the mainland are probably like uh, you know military guys. And when military guys are over there, you know they wilding out, they drinking all the time, and they causing trouble. Right. So right, I mean, yeah. it's a lot of beef. I think that happened when I was in. Uh, I went to Korea to do comedy in uh, in uh, Korea. And actually, I was in Japan, and the soldiers were, like, causing fights over there, uh, like bars. Ugh, so they had bars that said, no whites allowed. 
and they go, no, they said no Americans allowed in the bar. Can you imagine the uproar if you put no Japanese people allowed in a bar? Like you'd have you'd have Fox News and yeah, you know, oh yeah, uh, you know, yeah. oh well, Fox News probably like that, but I'm and no hot girls. Yeah, exactly. Now, <laughs> now one of your uh, now you, your fight against BJ Penn, um, that was a. Uh, did you know how good BJ Penn was going to be back then? No, nobody knew. I mean, we knew that he was, I knew that he was going to be good at jiu-jitsu. So, like, I had trained, like, a lot of just, like, jiu-jitsu defense. Like, I, like, I didn't know he was going to, you know, have, you know, power or be as fast as he was or the striker that he was. So, back then, you know, I'm thinking, man, I'm going to go out and knock this jiu-jitsu guy. And I had fought jiu-jitsu guys before. So, I was like, man, I'm just going to knock this dude's head off. So, I had just worked on, you know, takedown defense and and just throwing punt big bombs. And you saw what happened. And, and I tell you what, that was probably one of the fights that I was most prepared for, like mentally and physically. Like I was so mentally prepared for that fight. I knew that was a big fight. UFC 31. Yeah. And um, what was that, 32? 32, I think. UFC 32. Yeah, UFC 32. And it was, I think it was the first time it was back on TV. So and I was the co-main event, Tito Ortiz and Elvis Sinisic was the main event. Wow. I was the co-main event. And like, this was, they were trying to do big things. I remember being at the press conference and Carmen Electra was there. And I'm, a, I'm putting her on blast. Carmen Electra was there. She still had the tag on her dress. I don't know. I'm saying, I guess she was going to return afterwards, but she still had the tag on her dress. i never forget it. But I remember going, I was so prepared. And I remember seeing Dennis Rodman there backstage. And I was like, watch this. Watch this, though. I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> and I go back there. Yeah, I went out and I thought I was doing good. Next thing I know, I'm waking up in the back. They asked me what month it was. I said, I said it's, it's, it's March. It was June. <laughs> was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah, you got hit with a knee that was right, a knee from hell from BJ. But I mean, look. Bubba would have tipped you for that. <laughs> BJ Penn is like, you know, obviously yeah. one of the top, I think one of the top three fighters of all time. Um, I, you know, I, I, I would say Fedor, uh, Anderson Silva, GSP, BJ Penn's right up there. I was like, Matt Hughes. I mean, definitely top, top 10, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, BJ is the man. I mean, nobody can deny that. I mean, BJ had, you know, he was the first guy who was fighting outside of his weight class at, like, high levels, you know what I'm saying? And, like, and, like calling his own shots. And, and he was a two-time, you know, I mean, he's a, a multi-divisional champion in the UFC. So, like, nobody can deny his accomplishments. And he deserves to be in the UFC Hall of Fame. One one of your fights I was watching last night, um, I felt so bad for you because I I had torn my ACL about eight months ago, and what happened was you know I, I didn't tap to a fucking you know Eddie, Eddie 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 Bravo electric chair, and I heard a pop, and then I went to take a shot. I took a shot, and my knee just gave out. Like it was almost like I got shot in the knee, and that's how it was Sniper the pain. Sniper down. Yeah, it was it was like that, and I watched your fight against Kenny Florian. And the same thing happened to you. Like you, you were you were doing great against Kenny Florian. You took a shot for a double leg. Your leg just gave out, and you couldn't move. You were grabbing your knee. He turns around, gets you, uh, and then starts punching you in the face. And then everyone's like, "Oh, uh, Dean's just uh, not showing very good defense right now." I'm like, this, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I don't. Yeah that, yeah, that yeah, that was an unfortunate night for me. But you know what? You know, Kenny's Kenny's the man. Kenny's good. But you know, like, like right after that, I said, man, I know, I know he's not better than me. So like after that, I said, you know, I'm gonna go to Boston. I went to Boston, and me and him trained together. We became really good friends. And I was in a couple of his camps for some fights afterwards. You know, I stayed at his house. And Kenny's my man now. We good friends now. So like, um, but you know, at the end of the day, like none of that stuff matters. It's all about the relationships that you build in this game throughout that time. So like, yeah, I but, never if had leg had, but, but, but if your leg hadn't, but if your leg hadn't given out, that would have been a totally different fight. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying, like, who knows what would have happened. I mean, you know, it would have probably ended up being a, a war. Like, we would have been going at it, and, you know, hopefully I would. But at the time, it wasn't giving us no bonuses, but, like, you know, it would have been bonus-worthy. Yeah, and then, I mean, you beat you beat a lot of great guys, man. Like, you beat Rich Clemente, you beat Matt Serra. I mean, you have a you have victories over like some of the, some of the top guys out there, which is which is awesome. Your your win against Cody Bollinger was overturned. Was that because of marijuana? No, it wasn't. And like a lot of people was like speculating what that was over. It was over. Uh, I had taken a Xanax, you know, prior to you know to sleep. Xanax? You can't take Xanax? No. Wow. What's oh. that? <laughs> He's like, I can't be a fighter anymore. My comeback is over. So, <laughs> so Xanax, that was it. Yeah, I had taken a Xanax before, and then um, it showed up on a test. I got I got fined ninety nine dollars and was suspended for a month, and that was it. But the fight got overturned. But like for me, I didn't care because as long as I got the submission, that's all I cared about. I don't care about records. All I care about is you know what I'm saying, like yeah. making sure that I do my job when it was time to do my job. Yeah. No, I mean, and uh, now now you're fighting against Ricardo Mayorga. That was that was called off. How pissed were you? How much did you want to fuck me? Because he was talking so much shit to you at that press conference. And you know, I don't you know well, Mayorga I, is the boxer. He was gonna fight him. Oh yeah. And Mayorga was like cursing him out in in a, what what language was he speaking to you? He, no, he speaks Spanish. He's from Nicaragua. Right. And the thing was like whatever he was saying, I guess was apparently it was so bad that the lady who was translating like she was so embarrassed <laughs> to tell me what it was. She wouldn't even tell me like she was like, oh my goodness. She's and like, then, I'm like, not and making. And even to this day, I'm like, what did he say? And people are still kind of like, you don't want to know. Yeah, yeah. And I tell you what, man, I tell you like this, like for me, it's not personal. Like it's never really personal for me. And like the fact, and I was upset that I didn't get to fight for one reason. Well, because I was going to get paid the most money for the little, for the worst opponent that I fought in like 10 years. So like that was what bothered me. I was like, man, this was the easiest fight I would have had in like 10 years. Like he's a straight boxer, no takedown defense, no jiu-jitsu. I was going to smoke this dude, and I didn't get a chance to fight him, and and be the first MMA guy to fight a boxer. A boxer yeah. Because that, that was, was like deal. that was a couple of months before Randy Couture fought James Tony, yeah. and I wanted to be the first. Now when he when he when he karate chopped you at the press conference, were you, were you hurt at all or no? No, you know what? He actually it actually like his finger like grazed my lip. As soon as his finger grazed my lip. I went and I changed levels for a shot, and then the dude grabbed me. So I mean, it looked kind of bad, but he barely hit me. Like his finger grazed my lip. Yeah, because somebody said it was like to, he he used some kind of karate death punch. It was like some kind of <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> no, he like he like kind of backhanded me, and like I said, his finger grazed my lip. And then I, I guess it was just bad timing and a crazy angle where it looked like I got dropped. But like I don't know, I just changed levels. And Bubba could tell you, you know what I'm yeah. saying? When you change levels, it's over fast. I it's, mean, it it's game like time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the karate death punch. He now, hit you up and lip. Hey, that bum bum. Bubba's the only dude to ever take me down without using his hands. Really? How'd you do that? <laughs> super duck, baby. Oh, the super duck. He did the, he, he did the super duck, and he didn't use his hands, <laughs> and he staked me out, and he like did something. He did something like juke with his feet, and then shot in, and I tried to sprawl, and then I tried to recover. Next thing I was on my back, and he didn't even use his hands. Now, Dean, you were Bubba's coach over at American Top Team. How much potential does Bubba got? A little bit. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> now, now Bubba's got a tremendous amount of, of potential. And, um, you know, he, one thing that will surprise you about Bubba is his hands are a lot better than what I think people are going to give him credit for. 
Shh, don't I mean, be telling got, people. Don't be telling them. He might be trying to keep this a secret, but I'm going <laughs> to out there like Uh-oh. that. But he's got, he's got good power in his hands. He's got good reach, and he can and he can move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I'm, he's one of these guys I'm really excited uh, for. He's, I think he's, like, he's that next level of, uh, of MMA. Um, now, uh, now, you've been taking acting lessons? You're like an improv troupe or something? Or? <laughs> Nice. Yeah, well, I've been I've been like doing acting, you know, I've been taking acting lessons for like 10 years now. I mean, not consistently, so I still suck at it, but like <laughs> I, I, start, I started 10 years ago and I'm still working on it. But I have been but I've been on improv consistently for like 3 years. So I'm, I'm I consider myself the Wayne Brady of South Florida. So like oh, nice. I'm that one but I'm that one black dude that's on stage with all the other white nerds. That's yeah, that yeah, black yeah. dude, that's me. That is everyone in your improv troupe know how Fucking deadly you are, or they just think you're just like that goofy black guy. <laughs> They're letting him win. <laughs> uh, well, they, they know that's why they laugh at everything I say. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, laugh, goddammit, it was funny. I'll punch you in the face, and then you know it just kind of helps with the jokes. And now, is is it hard being coming from such a successful mixed martial arts background to now becoming an actor? Because I know a lot of guys like it's hard. You know, it's like Hollywood's a whole different thing. You know, uh, is is it hard? Do you are you like going auditioning and stuff? Are you trying out for TV shows? Or? No, well, you know what? I actually appreciate that. I like the fact that I kind of have to start over, and I'm at the bottom. And I try not to use like that. That you know, I'm I'm Dean Thomas from the UFC as leverage. I try to just want I want to be able to fit in and be able to get the opportunities based on you know what I can do as an actor. Um, so I try not to use any of that as leverage. But it's for me, I appreciate. It. I know some guys you know might not like it because they were such so successful and they're used to signing autographs and being the man and fighting, and they start over and it's like they don't know what to do. But for me, I appreciate that. I, I'm a student of whatever I do, so like the fact that I actually have to start over and I'm at the beginning, I'm at the bottom. I like that because I want to be able to emerge from that as a as a legitimate actor. Yeah, man, I feel you, I feel exactly what you're saying on that because as of when I was gotten when I got into MMA and people were subbing me. And hitting me all over the place and I didn't know how to defend nothing you know to me I was like you know what I actually you know people are like oh how do you feel about and you know people are thinking that I was going to have a negative connotation because I was the man in wrestling and I come over and I have to start from the bottom but like Dean was saying I love being a student where it's like one day you're going to see that I, I took it serious that I, I really started from the bottom I turned over every rock to become as good as I'm going to be kind of thing but I really wanted it to be based off of you know what I'm starting as a novice I'm starting all all over I don't know how to throw a punch or a kick and today I start and I will learn and three four years from now you'll start to see that I took it serious and, and I, I fully understand what he's saying by you know I like being in that preschool feeling of you know what you got to study this this is not going to be given to you in a sense you got to go and grow into what you want to become you got to butterfly this thing right uh, that's I mean that's, that's I have a lot of respect for you guys, Dean. I mean, you're also uh, I mean you're a really hardworking guy. You're also one of the the head coaches, right? American Top Team. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, got a little full time gig, and it just kind of fell into my lap because of um, you know, I had been working on the show. They had actually asked me to come down to help with uh, Ultimate Fighter season twenty one against the Black Zillions, and then I just came and I came down, and I was so I guess I was very instrumental in. You know, it's having a good comeback and, you know, things, so on and so forth. So they, they offer me a position to, to stay full time. I actually have my own academy. Um, I still do, but I kind of outsource that out to one of my, I just gave him his black belt. But um, so now I'm not really doing the small academy stuff no more. I'm full time 
coaching uh, high-level guys now. And it's just, wow, for me, it's great. so much better. I'm thinking, like, damn, why haven't I, why didn't I do this a long time ago? <laughs> well, I mean, some of the guys you got over there are just straight monsters. I can't wait till Hector Lombard comes back. Uh, he's a guy that, like, I, I you know, and then all the way from, uh, uh, you have the girl, right? The just one we just talked about, the girl that Nunez. beat us. Nunez. Uh, Amanda Nunez. I mean, she's looking Yeah, like- yeah, yeah, yeah. We, man, we, we got a good squad. We got a good stable. A lot of, a lot of fights coming up. With our guys too, um, you know, I got, like I'm working with Chris Calais. He's fighting in the UFC in Canada. And then I got Melvin Gillard uh, fighting in Bellator. I'm also working with with uh, King Mo and then Tyron. We just talked today. He's going to be coming back to get ready for Johnny. So I mean, we and I'm working with Dustin. He's fighting Joe Duffy in, in oh, Ireland. Oh, good. So you could, yeah, yeah, Poirier, 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 yeah. That's a, that, that's going to be a tough. That's going to be an interesting fight because Poirier is so good, and Duffy is such an unknown guy. I mean, we know he's a good yeah, boxer. It's, yeah, it sucks for him for that because he is such an unknown guy, and he is so good. I mean, this like I'm watching film on this guy, and I'm like, man, why hasn't this guy come out sooner? Yeah, he's the guy that beat Conor McGregor. Oh, uh, that he guy. Beat, you know, he was the last guy to beat Conor McGregor. Yeah. He's he was like undefeated in boxing, and now he's went over back into MMA, and uh, he he's, he won his last two fights quickly, and very impressively. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so, when he defeated Conor McGregor, <laughs> yes, Conor McGregor was high on Xanax, <laughs> <laughs> and was, I just simply did not take the fight seriously. So you think that you could beat Joe Duffy if you guys fought again? Without question, I don't even. I, my shadow could beat Joe Duffy <laughs> if I were to meet him again. <laughs> and, how, and how would you do against Dean, against, against Dean Thomas in his prime? How would you do? I got to tell you, he's a real X factor. <laughs> I'm not sure how I would do against. Him. You don't think you beat Dean Thomas, Conor McGregor? Really? I'm trying to be nice to him because he's on the line. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'd crush him. I'll he wouldn't stand a that chance. That's oh, wow. So, uh, <laughs> He'd have no prayers. Now, now, Dean, I mean, do you have anything you want to say to Conor McGregor about this? Uh, you know what, you know, I, I, Connor, I got a lot of respect for you. I've been watching your game for a while, man. You got a good hustle, and you can fight. You've been backing it up. I ain't got no problems with you, man. You go ahead and make your money. Thank you very much. I learned from the best. You're Muhammad Ali. <laughs> he was an inspiration for all of us <laughs> over there in Ireland. <laughs> wow. This is the most humble I think you've ever been, actually. This I'm is... trying to turn a new leaf. <laughs> <laughs> a four-leaf clover. So, I mean, a four-leaf but... clover. But, but the, That's what I'm trying to do. But the last time you said you would fuck up the whole American top team. That's true. I did say that. I wanted to give them the Muay Thai tea bag in all of their faces. Wow. <laughs> American top team will be on the bottom. <laughs> I'll be power bottom and I'll be the Irish top. Wow. <laughs> They're going to get an Irish. You want me to the <laughs> the sons of anarchy that's awesome that's great well listen Dean it was an honor to have you on the show uh, I sent you the movie uh, pinned yeah, I, w- I want to I get down man you know like when you sent me the movie like I didn't want to be like hey man let me uh, let me try to jump in there and, and house this movie and get a big part you know what I'm saying like, like I said I want to start I want to I want to be like just a regular dude and just say listen I'm coming to you Adam and just say hey listen if I could have an opportunity to read one of the parts a small part maybe one of the commentators, you know what I'm saying? That's all I want to do is get an opportunity. Well, you will 100% be in the movie, Dean. I, I, I know you'll definitely have a part. And I'm be gonna sure ba- and get another 12 years of acting lessons.
lessons <laughs> so you'll be ready to shoot the movie. And then uh, I'm going to be in Miami in September doing comedy. I'd love to hang out with you and uh, some of the guys over at ATT in September. Absolutely, man. Whenever you come down, man, come down. You know what I'm saying? We get the GoPro, we get the camera, and we film some, you know, we film some stuff. Maybe we go out, we film some, some very candid stuff in the street. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, thank you very much, Dean, and uh, take care, buddy. All right, Uncle. We'll see All you right, later, man. I'll talk to you guys. Absolutely. All right, that was Dean Thomas. Uh, that interview, uh, what, what a great guy. I mean, awesome. what, what, what do you think the hashtag is? Is it weekend jail? <laughs> or, 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 is it, or is it his improv technique of not yes and, but yes or else? <laughs> no. uh, by the way, those uh, are the two hashtags from this conversation. By the way, that uh, interview was brought to you by Remove It Restoration. If your place has been torn up, if it, is, if it has been, uh, if people have put graffiti all over they it. They did fantastic work on Chad Mendez's remains. Yes. Remove it restoration one eight 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 four two four nine six nine seven. As well as American Icon Autographs. www.aiase.com The best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. I'm telling you these guys have the best stuff out there. So definitely uh, check them out. As well as Camara Coffee. K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O O-F-F-E-E.com. It is the best coffee. I'm really looking forward to having this coffee. Uh, yes, I, I've been drinking it all day. It, it tastes amazing. It's it's, it's 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 good for your brain. It's good for your energy. It's it's the shit, okay? This is the best coffee out there. I'm telling you. Camara Coffee used promo code MMA Roasted. Trust me, guys. I love coffee. Is the promo code MMA Roasted or just Roasted? MMA, MMA, roasted. Ro- MMA Roasted is okay. the promo code. This stuff has, this is the best tasting coffee out there. It's healthy. It's also really good. And it's got nootropics, which are brain vitamins. And tip a fighter. Tip a fighter, guys. Just the tip. Now, fighters are underpaid. We're going to do something about it. We're going to get these guys more money. They're going to be happier. We're going to be happier. We're putting it in the hands of the fans. Mm. Tip a fighter. Praise and Jesus. speaking of, somebody who we are going to talk to right now has a title fight coming up in Titan FC, Andre Harrison. This kid right here is undefeated. He's 10-0. He is the Titan FC champion. He's from Freeport, Long Island. I'm from Oceanside. So he's, uh, oh, right on. She he's, like... he's the next town over. Nice. Uh, and he has got a fight coming up against Desmond Green. Andre, ha- Andre Harrison, how's it going? It's going, it's going. It's, it's me, Bubba Jenkins, and D. Greg Wilson on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Now, I, I didn't realize you were from, you're from Freeport. Yeah, yeah. Strong, strong Island. I'm from Oceanside. Oh okay, okay, sailors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The free part was like all, that was like the uh, the uh, black school. That was like right, the, right, that, right. Was, that was the toughest. The other side of the track, dude, dude. They would they would murder us in football every single time. Like they, they, depending on what year. Uh, Depending on what year you're talking about, too, we have to have y'all a nasty group from Freeport. Uh, yeah, well, when I was uh, when I, when, I, when I was growing up, Freeport was no joke in uh, in wrestling and in also in uh, in, uh, in football and, football. and, and yeah. basketball. Yeah, yeah. No basketball. And, Come on, son. Uh, but I'm sure basketball too. <laughs> I think every sport. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, there it was, was mainly ball football and wrestling because. Uh, but for, for football, I never forget they had a uh, game one time. 
And uh, I think it was like against Herricks or something like that. And the game ended two minutes early because there were too many players injured from Herricks and they couldn't continue. Yeah. Oh. No, Freeport was no joke. Now, you, um, you, you, you wrestled in high school, right? Yes, yes. Now, how did you do in, uh, in the counties and in the uh, states? Um, I, I won counties twice and I placed, uh, what was it, fifth and third in, in states. Wow. Um, those two years. Um, yeah, that's how I did. And then I wrestled at Nassau Community College. Um, actually, what's funny is that's where, I don't know if Bubba Jenkins, he probably doesn't remember, but um, we wrestled at the uh, the Penn State Open, and he wrestled one of my best friends. I almost um, got in a fight with that dude. I was going to say, I always remember Nassau, uh, the school you went to, because I almost got in a fight with one of the dudes out there. Yeah, that would have been my boy, because my boy's a hothead. Yeah, he was, he, I, I, I beat him up. Wait, wait, what happened here? Wait, what happened here? Yo, yo, uh, I, I, like he said, I don't remember the full details, but I remember um, it was an orange and blue school, right? And there we wrestled. Go. go ahead. <laughs> And what happened? No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying you, you're right. That's exactly the. He had on a, a dark, like a navy blue singlet yeah. with like orange lettering. And, and we at Penn State. It's the Penn State Open. So I'm a Penn State yeah. guy. You don't just be coming in my house yeah. and thinking anything. But they were a hood school. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I me being from Virginia Beach, yeah. I know when it's a, it's a the, the black program of wrestling, yeah. and then the white boys are program of wrestling. Yeah. And and he was, I, I wouldn't say he wasn't a black guy. I think he might have been Spanish or something. But the he, Spanish dude. Yeah, he was he was he was with the hood school, and I'm like, right. okay, I already speak that language, dog. I, I know what we're talking about because we all pretty out here in Penn State in the blue and white and everything. I'm from the hood. I know what's up. So he kind of like tried to give me the whole punk kind of thing, like you know, I, I got this, I got this, and I was like, yo, I'm about to light you up something serious. And this was us talking before the match even started. You yeah, know? I'm like, yo, I'm about to hurt you something serious. And we knew we were going to wrestle because you look on the wall, they tell you you're about yeah. to wrestle. And he just kept giving me the stink eye or whatever. And, and during the match, he just got a little too aggressive. After being down by a ton of points, <laughs> and, and, and I wanted to do something bad to him, but I don't remember the full like you know the full language of it. Do you think but, do you think he knew who you were? So he was like, "I'm gonna get in Bubba's head," as that's my way of beating him. I think that's his character. Uh, I don't know if he knew. Like, I don't know if I was even th- big that that time. You know, I was I was younger. I think it was my maybe my sophomore. All right, year. so Andre, what's your version of, of this story? No, that's no, that's pretty much right on, man. I mean, yeah, like I said, my boy's a hothead, man. That's why I, I can't really go out with him no more. <laughs> He's still that guy. <laughs> you know, like him and Bubba, they got into a scramble, and somebody let off on somebody. Like it might have been like a little elbow or, you know, something of that nature. And you know, it just shit got real after that. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sitting there, I'm like, damn, y'all say, yo, bubble letting off on my boy, man. I was like, damn, he's up. Like, you got to respect him. I mean, like he said, he's in his own house. You know, if it was me, I don't give, I don't care what school you're from. You're not just about to come to, to whatever hometown I'm supposed to be at. Like, you know, you got your mom and your, your the girl probably all understands it. Right, right. That's that's a small world, man. I'm, I'm surprised you were there and you remember that. But the, I, as soon as you said the school, I'm like, man, I know that. School. Well, Hofstra's not a it's not a black school, but it's just a, it's a a lot of kids. But the kids that were at that tournament, I say they brought six or seven kids, and I would say five of them were black. Well, the thing about uh, Nassau Community College, they're always like the best athletes in Long Island mm-hmm. who failed out of the regular schools, right, and, right. and they go there. So they have a, a great lacrosse team. A, like they have a great like Al Iaquinta wrestle for them. Okay. They 
they have a they have yeah. a really good wrestling team. They always have really good. They got the hottest chicks you've ever seen in your life. It's well, every hot, Lord. every hot dumb girl I've ever like. <laughs> I gotta book that school. I'm telling you, they're all they're they're, go they're, play NASA. they're walking the class with like glitter from the night before Love from the it. club. Oh. Am I right? Yeah, it's like it's almost like the uniform. The uniform is like the yoga pants, um, a tank top. And uh, what do you call it? Them Ugg boots. That's like the, the, the uniform for all the women. It's like that sounds very Long Island. Study? Like, how do I study with you ladies walking around like? This? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you, so you went to Nassau for two years? Yeah, I went to Nassau for two years. I all American over there, and then um, I got a scholarship to um, Kansas, Fort Hayes State, and um, wrestled over there, and I all American over there as well. Wow. So you were so you were all American twice for at junior college and at uh, now is that division 3 Kansas or division 2 or D1? Division 2. And, and you were a D2 all American. So you have, you have a really good wrestler cuz I was trying to figure out your background. You're you're you are, you're funny, man. You were like 10 and 0. You're the champion of Titan FC. You're right there and you have 300 followers on Twitter. We we got to figure something out here, man. Yeah, you know what it is? And y'all gonna laugh at me, but I do Instagram a little bit. Like, I just go, I just scroll down my feed, and I and I watch funny videos. I may screenshot it and, like, post it, like, in, in different chats or on Facebook. And I do the same thing on Facebook. But when it comes to Twitter, I don't really, like, have, like, honestly speaking, I'll go on there, and I'll, I'll, I'll watch, like, some of your podcasts, like the MMA Roasted, and then after that, like, I don't really... Watch too much other stuff on there. But so you know what? But you know what? You'd be a great guy for this thing, uh, Bubba. Tell him. Uh, I got this thing typified, man. I, and like he was saying, you you about to have this fight with Desmond Green. You, your followers ain't always there, and you know we we got typified, and it's basically a way that the fans can interact with you. They can tip you for for who, you know being who you are, for having that background in wrestling, for for being the champion, for a great fight. They can tip you for a multitude of reasons, but for the most part, it's all about the fans supporting you and re- really just getting your name out there to all the big promotions and, and really repping who you are, man. I, I would love to talk to you later after we get off the show about Tipify because, I mean, you're the type of guy that it would really excel for. All right, cool. All right, yeah, yeah, we can definitely do that. Um, I don't know if you remember. I don't, I don't really forget too much. I know I get hit quite often, but I got a pretty decent memory. But I, I remember um, a couple, what was it, a couple months back maybe, uh, actually, it might have been longer than that, maybe like a year and change ago. I saw you over there um, at Henzo Gracie. I think you was just checking it out to see like where you were going to start training and stuff like that. And I think you gave me your number. So if you got the same one... Um, I just text you after we get off the podcast. My number, my number hasn't changed since fifth grade, my dude. I thought that story was going to go so much. <laughs> <laughs> Holy no, shit. I actually, I do remember you for that time because oh. I was actually in town for the Bones Jones Chell Sunday fight. And it was my mom's birthday and my uncle's birthday. And we actually went to see that fight. But we were just showing up at the gym because I like to be where the fighters are. So that's where I was at. <laughs> now, I was I was reading about you, by the way. Your, your coach... Uh, it's funny. I, I, I got to ask you. So you're over there with Dennis Bermudez, uh, uh, Chris Wade, and uh, other guys. How come you're not over at Cerro Longo? Um. Well, it's funny. Um, one of one of my older brothers, like best friends growing up, he uh, he works out at um, Belmore Kickboxing. His name is Laurent McCreevy. He's a he's an amateur kickboxer. And so um, originally, when I got done wrestling and, and when I was in Kansas. I was looking for a gym to train at because I did. I, I was fixing over as an amateur, and um, 
I had no training. I literally would look on YouTube and I would like write down the combinations that my favorite fighters would throw and I would just practice it on the bag. Nice. That, wrestling and conditioning, that's what got me through my amateur fight. And then I was like, well, I can't, this is not going to work for long. So I was like, I need to get a, a gym. So when I came back, I, I had, um, I was going to train full time at, at Team Wildman. Uh, with Thomas Denny in Denver, but when I went, it wasn't the best fit for me. Right. And so um, when I was home, like the two weeks prior to going, um, me and LeBron, we we met up, and um, I started training with uh, Keith Trimble and um, everybody, and uh, you know Sparrow Valantis and everybody over at uh, all the coaches and everybody at uh, Belmore Kickboxing. And for me, like that, this particular fit for me is like mad. Like I could not ask for a better fit. Like this is picture perfect for me. Yeah, well, I mean, I I read that your coach is saying that you really, uh, you know, you and Dennis Bermudez, go, you guys go at it. You guys, it's like it's like a war in there. You guys, you're like right there, neck like and neck. Bermudez. And uh, let, me you, let me tell you, when when me and Dennis uh, are sparring, it's one of those things where whoever's in the gym at that moment, like their workout gets delayed. Everything <laughs> because. For whatever reason, you know when you sparring, like you, you try and work on certain things, and I don't know what it is about me and Dennis when we go, but it's like almost like we just go. Like if, if, if nobody wants to give in to the other person, so we just keep going and going and going. And it's literally 15 to 25 minutes of nonstop, you know, go. Wow. Yeah. I see that uh, all the time in the gym, man. You, that's why we play reggae during our during our sparring session, so we don't get to that level. But oftentimes, <laughs> oftentimes, mellow, yeah, you keep it mellow. But yeah. oftentimes, it just after you you know you take one or two here, you take you give one or two there, then it's one, two, three, and then it's his one, two, three, and you're like, all right, you know what? If we gonna go there, let's let's touch yeah. gloves and get there. You know what I mean? So it's fun. And then you're all, all, you're also boxing with uh, Chris Algieri, right? Yeah, I haven't boxed with Chris in a, in, a, in a while, but I mean, yeah, I've sparred with Chris on the number. He's a guy that fought Pacquiao, and oh, and uh, yeah, I mean that's that, that's a really good gym, man. You got a bunch of young, talented yeah. dudes. Uh, you have a three-year-old daughter. I read that. Uh, yeah, are, are you are you still with the baby mama, or is this a what, what? yeah yeah I'm, yeah that's my wife. Nice, um, yeah, son, the family man. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, both. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I told my wife I was going to tell everybody this on a number of occasions. She think I'm joking. But fighting has helped me with this, too, because, yo, both my wife and my daughter, they, they're violent people, yo. <laughs> I can defend myself on a regular basis. You know, like, we got into a little argument, and it, and it wasn't good for me in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got... I got it. Like, she put her hands on me. It was, it was very... It was, a, it was a rough situation. Wait, your three-year-old daughter put your hands on you? But, well, yeah, she attacked. I actually posted a little video with her. She uh, on Twitter. Um, she she asked me. She was like, "Dad, you gotta go put on your gloves." And I was like, "I was like, like my my boxing gloves." She said, "Yeah, because we're about to fight right now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? And like, and the thing about it is, like, you know, she's she's three. She's very she's very smart, but she's three years old. You know, so a lot of things like she she gets it, but she doesn't like fully get it. And so, like, she watches me at the gym spar, hit pads. She watches me do that on a regular basis. She watches my fights, although I told my wife not to, just in case it doesn't pan out too great. You know, don't let her watch that. But, um, so the other day we're, we're at, um, a wedding and a little girl dumps a whole bottle of water on my daughter. What? And with no hesitation, not like a second thought whatsoever, 
she turns and cracks her with a solid right hand. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Oh, my God. Now, now, little kids, they usually, like, hit each other in the stomach. This was right to the jaw. Oh. Like, I'm sitting up there. I was like, Jesus Christ. I didn't, I didn't know what to do, but, like, I was kind of proud of her because, like, she didn't have no right to dump the whole, like, the whole bottle of water. Yeah, like, I mean, black people no can't swim. <laughs> 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 she put your daughter's life in jeopardy. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm West Indian, so we, we around the ocean all the time. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, wow, wow, that's rough. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, did you tell her you can't hit people? I wanted to. But, <laughs> but this girl deserved it. I was like, listen, if somebody does something bad to you, um, and it, I didn't know exactly how to word that. That probably wasn't my best parent. <laughs> <laughs> you probably oh, skipped yeah. out. You skipped out on a very important teachable moment. <laughs> situation did you get him back you don't let nobody you know what i'm saying because yeah it was it was slippery you had to let it go Well, my son, you know, my son's 15 months now, and he, he's smart. He he knows punching and doubles and all that good stuff. And we were in the airport. 15 months. Yeah. No, he, he he's, I don't know, man. He's he going to be at Hammer soon. Yeah. But we were in the airport, and, you know, this other kid came up to him. My son's got this, like, smile. He'll, he'll, he's got a good smile. And then whenever he's about to do something mischievous, it never never stops. Whenever he's about to do something this mischievous, he's gets he's get this, like, smileish grin, chucky look on his face. Yeah. And then he does it. Whether it's at home, whether he's in the baby chair, whatever he's doing, he gives you that look before he does it. And this kid came up to him to give him a hug. He, this kid's like three or four. He's like, oh, it's a baby, you know. And my son's like hugging him. And then he gives me that, that look. look. <laughs> he gives me that, oh, that Chucky man. look. And he just blasts through him with a double. Like, ran, had his legs, grabbed around his legs, and just, you know, started wow. trucking his feet. <laughs> Took the kid down. The kid hit his head on, like, the little slide thing. Uh. So... In my mind, I'm just like, yeah, son, that was, that was great. That was nice. Don't, you know, I'm, 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 I'm like, yeah, get the back points now. You know what I mean? But the lady, head off to the head and everything? Oh, finished off. The head was on the right side. I mean, head, forehead was in his chest when he hit the ground. I mean, it was beautiful. And I, I, I was uh, at a proud dad moment. But then, like, the kid, you know, the kid kind of whined. The mom came over and was like, oh, my God, what happened? I'm like, oh, uh, my son tripped. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it was one of those. I was too proud of a father, of a wrestling father, to be like, don't do that. But after he got up, I'm like, hey, you know, they got to they gotta want to do that with you. You yeah. can't just do that by yourself. And he obviously, he don't even speak English yet. So he was just like, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, all right, you know what? Later in life, I'll explain right, right now. Yeah, good job, good did job. He, did he take know? off a singlet and then shoot it in the air? He did not do the celebration, <laughs> but we're going to work on it. <laughs> but no, it was, it was one of those moments where it's like, okay, if I do explain something to him, he might not understand the way I want him to understand. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna let that one slide because you get about four or five before it actually right is ingrained in them. <laughs> so that's that was that's a that's a mark I'm gonna just let him have. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, now a thousand percent, I wouldn't have been strong enough to tell him that that was wrong. I'm <laughs> right. taking you right now to go get some ice cream. Not now. <laughs> not at this place. Not at this McDonald's. <laughs> but we're going to Baskin Robbins. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm ashamed to say this, but I got my daughter a Snickers for that. Right. I, did. I, said, 
said that was a good right hand, baby. You turned your hip over. <laughs> you guys are teaching a whole new, a whole new generation. Hashtag not my best pair. <laughs> now, are, now is your wife? Uh, is she white? She black? Uh, Spanish? What's, what nationality? Uh, she's black. Yeah, she's black. She's um, she's um, from New Orleans. Oh wow! Nice, New Orleans. Nice. Where did you guys yeah. meet? In, in Kansas? Yeah, she uh, she lives in Colorado right now, and uh, well, her parents uh, live in Colorado right now, and um, and um, so we we met in, in college. She ran track and I wrestled, and that was. Oh was wow! Like, so she can cook. She no, actually, I do the cooking. What from New Orleans? Yeah. She can't cook, and she black. <laughs> Let me, t- let me tell you something. That's because I'm not saying she can't cook. What I'm saying is that when it comes to the cooking, I'm, I'm serious in the kitchen. Okay, all right. There's very few dishes that I can't make. Wow, nice. Like, and I, I'm one of those people, like, like when, when it's time to, like, make dinner and stuff, like, I'll have my, my radio going. Um, I'm in the kitchen. Like, I'm singing. I, I, like, I take pride in making my... Look at the flip of the wrist. Look at the flick of the wrist. Now, <laughs> now, I was reading about you, about uh, growing up, there were a lot of gangs in Freeport, and uh, you said, and that you had the only way to really get out of this situation is wrestling and football, right? Yeah, well, not football. I played football one year. It was seventh grade. And like I told you, I'm West Indian, so I don't really do the cold well. Ah. And so, like, when I got out there, it's like cold. You know, I, was, I was 92. I wrestled 92 pounds in seventh grade. Oof. And so I'm out there freezing cold, and I'm like, you know what? This is not, this foot right here doesn't really do well for me. I can't, I can't take this cold. And so, but I wrestled. And yeah, there was a, Yo, when I grew up, I grew up in like, Freeport on Grafton and Broadway, right? Now, when it, that corner, Grafton and Broadway, that was like MS-13, like that Spanish gang or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, El Salvadorian guys and stuff. And so they hated all the bloods, right? Our bloods were predominantly black dudes. So every time you see me at Freeport, our colors is red, white, and black. And so all the gear that we would have and me being Trinidadian, uh, you know, uh, those are, uh, you know, our black colors too, red, white, and black. So it's like, I had, that's my favorite color. And so it would be easy for you to mistake me as somebody that's a blood. And I've never been into games. It's not my, you know, I just don't see the point of it. If you do it, that's, you know, that's their thing. I've just never been into it. And so it was just an ongoing thing. Like these dudes, they were just always trying to do so. I mean, any given time we go into the store, you hear a bottle crack. You, um, I mean, you, you, you see guys just running from under the building. They're trying to get you, and it's just, it was just always something. Well, you made it out, man. I mean, you did a really good job. You made it out. You're That's like the crazy champ. story, man. Now, has your, has your life changed since becoming the champion? Um, yeah, man. My social media, like, I'll never forget when I was like first doing social media. I would post something, and I would get maybe like three or four likes. Be like, be like my girl, <laughs> my mom might like, yeah. you know. But like now, like I get people like, like my inbox is always going off. Um, you know, people. Um, and, and I could put out, I could probably take a picture of my foot and put it out there, and it'll get like, you know, a whole bunch of likes and stuff like that. So, you know, the notoriety and stuff like that is definitely building. Like I can see it, you know. Yeah, it, no. it's definitely something, but. As far as, like, I don't try and let my head get, like, big with, with all of that. Like, I I don't even look at it as if I'm the champ right now. I just look at it as if I'm going to get a belt. Like, I'm going to get this belt. 
Well, I mean, your first, your, your first fight was great against. I, I remember the first time I saw you fight was against Cody Bollinger, and because <laughs> I like knew Cody, who's a tough guy. Cody's a tough guy, and you you really like you big brother Cody. I mean, you you <laughs> that's I mean you took it to Cody. Your last fight was a was a five round fight against Kurt Hollebach, who is a, a UFC veteran, a Strikeforce veteran, another guy. You just dominated him. Now Desmond Green is a better wrestler than these guys. It seems like. Uh, but but here's the thing, right? I mean, you guys know this as well as anybody else. Styles make certain matchups, right? And so here's the thing with that: with Cody Green is a better, not Cody, but Desmond Green is a better wrestler. I agree with you a thousand percent. Uh, Desi is definitely a better wrestler than the guys that I that that you just named, right? But Desmond took down um, Kurt maybe two or three times. No disrespect to Kurt whatsoever. He's a great, great dude. But I had, I believe, five or six takedowns in the first round alone. Yeah, you did. You know what I'm saying? And and so I think over the course of that over the course of that fight, I had at least twenty takedowns. You did. So our wrestling is completely different. They're not the same. So it's not to say that we're both good wrestlers and that's going to cancel each other out. Cody was a great wrestler too. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that fight. Now, after you beat uh, Desmond, or you know, hopefully you beat Desmond, or when you beat Desmond, uh, are you th- hoping the the uh, the uh, UFC calls? I mean, I've been praying for that UFC call since I won the Ring of Combat title. This is one of those things. Like, if it happens, when it happens, I will say though, I am happy that I, I did go to Titan and get to fight these guys that I'm fighting, and I, I had the chance of fighting a five round fight because. I mean, sparring for five rounds and doing it in an actual belt is two completely different things. Man. You know what I'm saying? And so you have to know how to pace yourself properly. Like, those kind of things, you just don't get it. You don't get that from training. And so I'm very, very grateful for being able to get that kind of experience from Titan. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't I don't look past it. I'm not, like, over-rushing it or whatever. Like, I, I, you know, I'm enjoying my time, you know? Well, listen, Andre, it's, it's a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, where can people find you? All right. So if you're on Facebook, it's Dre the Bull. Instagram is Dre the Bull MMA 145. And then on, um, on uh, Twitter, it's Dre the Bull again. Cool. Well, thank you, man. Good luck. We're all going to be tuning in. Bubba's going to contact you. And uh, have a great week, brother. Thank you, man. You too. Thanks for having me on the show. Anytime, man. Good luck, my man. Good right, luck man. with training. Thanks. Stay safe. Take it easy. Yes, it does. All right. That was Andre Harrison. Yeah, I actually remember him from um, out, out there in, in New York when I was up there. But Dude, uh, I thought that story was, <laughs> I swear to God, I, mean, I know he doesn't remember this, <laughs> but I opened the door and he was fucking my girlfriend. <laughs> Nah, he was cool, dude, man, and uh, he just seems, you know, seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. He's a champ. He talks like a champ. <laughs> got to move like baby. a champ. That yeah. was fun. Yeah. yeah, solid guy, right? I mean, it's also a guy that like, just uh, how deep this, this sport's becoming. I mean, like, because there's a guy. He's ten and zero. He's a what a two time All American wrestler. Granted, it was junior college, but sometimes those junior college wrestlers are All American. I mean, yeah, you, you get some of these guys that are better than the. I mean, just, just, just one thing. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. He's just academically challenged. That doesn't mean athletically he isn't amazing. Yeah. One thing I can't stand though is when I'm watching some of these professional fights like UFC, Bellator, and and these guys maybe All American somewhere in Iowa or something yeah, like yeah. that, and they're like, "This guy's a great wrestler." And I'm just like. 
I know this guy, and I know he's not a great wrestler. They throw out the term like great wrestler, all American wrestler, world class wrestler. They throw it out there. They oh, do promoting. Well, they do, but then again, also you're also the elite of the. You're you're the yeah, but I, I know national that national champion. They're a great wrestler to to most people. Right, right. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying. Not, I'm not saying that. Like, oh, because I sit at the top of the hill, the guys who haven't made it there aren't good. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm Sounds saying is, like that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying like, is this guy ain't nothing. What and I'm they saying should is, give his money no, to me. You're right. When when I when they're just throwing it out there, and as a wrestler, and this is coming from you know wrestlers that don't even fight. You know, guys. Some of the guys I watch wrestling. I mean, watch the fights with that are wrestlers. They're like, yo, that dude didn't even all American in there Division a, Two, and they're saying, oh, because he's got some wrestling. That's what they do there because he's got some wrestling background. I mean, I'm yeah. sure. sometimes you'll get like a, a D three guy that that would compete well. Uh, you know, I mean, I wrestled D three for like two months, and like. That was, that was my college career. In high yeah. school, I was a four-time Class A champ. But in D3, the first two tournaments I, I went to, I, I actually, first three tournaments I went to, I, I placed third. And mm-hmm. in the, in the first two or three tournaments, uh, you know, I, I my record in college was like was like twelve and three coming in. That wouldn't have happened at D one. Like if I if I would have came in from college D one, I, I would have got smoked. In perspective, I, you know, a D two champion might be able to all American. He might be able to place top eight at in Division one. A D two national champion, the the main guy in D two, the main guy. he might. He might break the top eight. Heavyweight, he definitely. I think he would have. Yeah, it's it's, it's much closer in heavyweights. Yeah. Um, Joey Davis is is a D two three time national champion, um, and he got beat by a guy in the lower weight class um, and uh, Derringer uh, from Oklahoma State. He's a two time or maybe even three time national champion, and he got beat um, pretty badly. Um, and Joey's my boy, but the difference is that all the time grind it's like always being grinded out always working to be the best and d2 is is taken a little bit less serious d1 it's like you yeah. you don't make this weight you're gonna lose scholarship say, what, i mean d3 make, we know. had like practice in the morning optional practice in the morning and there was one practice in, in the in the in the afternoon and d1 they're practicing two three times a day yeah i mean yeah it's just... well listen they know you got weekend jail by the way people have been hounding me on periscope about what happened between you and me and Brandon Schaub and me and Fighter and the Kid and Fox Sports? And I'm just going to say this once, okay? I'm just going to tell everyone what happened, okay? Because I don't know if Marina's going to come back. So when I was over at Fox Sports, okay, it was uh, DJ was our guy. He, he, was, uh, he, was the, the, he was our guy. He was running the show. He left. The producer. The producer. Right. The producer left, so we had Evan. And then Evan kind of, it was sort of like, here, Evan had a lot of shit going on, and it was sort of like, here's, here's another thing that you have to do. So we obviously, the podcasts were coming out four days late, five days late. The sound wasn't great, and, and, which is not fair to, to me or to you listening. It's just, it's just not fair. You know, it's it, it, it's like it's hard enough. There's so much competition now with podcasts that, yeah. that the, you guys want it. If it's just, if you want it's it some, fresh, you want it Monday, Monday. You, you, sometimes the podcast will come out during the fights. Uh, we're, yeah. we're, we're, <laughs> I mean, we're literally giving predictions for the fights and it's coming out during the fights and mm-hmm. people are going to not watch the fights to hear our predictions of the fights happening right now. There's a lot to ask for. So. Uh, well, there was the shit hit really hit the, hit, the, hit the fan with shit. With what happened? With, me and Brian Callen have been friends for a long time. I mean, I, I, I used to give Brian spots ten years ago at Western Brewing Company. Right, right. I mean, he he. Let I me, love Brian. Brian's he, a great guy. He he, he he let me money when I needed money. I paid him back. But we were a lot closer back back then. Okay, than we are now. So 
you know, what happened was we, me, Marina, and Ellenberger came to the podcast. We came on time. Our schedule was from three to five. Brandon was in there with someone else, uh, with Evan. They didn't come out for like an hour. So we're waiting for an hour. Uh, we, we were supposed to have Frankie Edgar on at four o'clock. So now Marina comes and leaves because she can't stay. Mm-hmm. She was to stay for the first half. Jake now has five minutes. He drove two hours to come. Mm. And then, and did I get like an apology or, or anything? No, no, uh, no. Not, nothing, nothing. It, instead, actually, I, I was told that, that they were cutting my money uh, after that day. It was like one of those things, I just walked into a fucking shit storm. So I called Brian and, and I, I said to him, I said, listen, man, uh, I said, it's not, it's not really cool that that like I I got this people coming in so he's like so Brian says to me well what what are your ratings like and I'm like rating I'm like bro I've known you for fucking twelve years like this is fucking respecting and, and Brian's like I'm sorry blah 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 you know you're right this and that but that that fucking ratings comment really kind of pissed me off because it was yeah. like I understand Brian okay you know your your podcast is doing better than my podcast but at the same time I'm a comedian you're a comedian I've known you for how long yeah uh, you know Jake Ellenberger's in the fucking UFC he's he was in the top ten at the time Marina Shafir it's like come on dude like. Let, let, let's let's not go there, you know. So then I emailed Callan, right, and I said to him, and I'll just read the emails because this, and I, I'm not trying to start shit right now. I'm just because people keep asking me why, you know, why 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 are you upset? And I'll tell you. So I fucking email Callan, and I and I like say to him, I go, listen, buddy. Uh, tell Brandon that really wasn't that cool. He, uh, that wasn't cool to keep us waiting for an hour. Not the first time it happened either, because it wasn't. If he doesn't respect me, that's one thing. Because I know he was upset about a joke I made about him. We were supposed to be cool about it afterwards. But he should have at least have the common respect for Ellenberger and Marina. They were the only able to stay the first hour. So Marina showed up and left, and Jake drove all the way from Orange County to be at the podcast for ten minutes. Brandon might not care because you're and I put quote podcast ratings are high. That's a really selfish thing to do. And and, and you know things come around, and they do. I've been I do, I've been in this fucking business 17 years. Yeah. You know, I've been grinding for 17 years. Yeah. Sometimes you're super fucking high. Sometimes you're low. Yep. It's, that's just the way it goes. So and you roller treat, coaster. You treat everyone with fucking respect, especially the people that you know. Everyone will respect. And the thing about Callan, I like Callan, but he is one of these guys that you're talking to him. He's looking at who's the most important person in the room for me to talk to, and his eyes are wandering. And that he's just he's an LA guy. That's you know. Well, that hasn't been my experience with Brian, but I mean it's different. Well, I fuck. I, I just know me and Brian were really good friends at one point, and now it's like like I, I'll like text Brian. He'll see me at a club. He'll then text me back. Go, hey, what's up? He'll answer the text. Then he'll go, hey man, I saw you texting me. I'm like, but no, you fucking saw me, and then you fucking texted. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, you know, he's just like I said next to him on like, like a plane recently. He's like, "Hey man, I saw you called. What's up? Maybe you could just call me back." You know, but I understand. You know, you're fucking busy and you know, you, whatever. You, you, you. So then he goes, he, "Brian responds, I will. It's fucked up. I'd be pissed too." I go, "Yeah, please let him know." Then, so then fucking Brian writes back, "Brendan doesn't care." And then he goes, uh, <laughs> "Why would he? Why would he so, bother?" Well, well then, so then what, which fucking sent me fuming. I was yeah. like, "You got." And then I, he goes, "That was Brandon. He was being silly." So Brandon, he gave Brandon the phone. So then, so then Schaub writes, "Hey boss, for real, it's Brendan Schaub. That day I ran into your guys' show. It, it was not my fault. I literally had no idea. That's on scheduling on Fox. I have no issue with you at all. I actually respect what you do. Let me know if you need anything, right?" But okay, that was, that was pretty cool. Okay. All right, yeah. All right. So I go, "Okay, dude, there is something you want to do that you can do." I wrote a movie. I'm trying to get it made. <laughs> I go, I'm doing an Indiegogo campaign for it. If you could donate or pass it along to your people, that would be amazing. No response. Nothing. You know? 
don't say you had anything I could do. Do here's something you could do. Fucking tweet it out. It I was am- a clearly hollow. That's just the statement you make to just, say we're all good. <laughs> the problem is he used too anything. many words, and you took him up on it immediately. Yeah, so okay. I was I mean, like, like, yeah, you want to do something? I got a movie. I'm trying to fucking make. I know, but I can't believe you expected a response. Like, I got oh, no yeah. response. No, no response. No, I feel what both of you are saying because if you're gonna say, hey, there's anything I can do, right? He either never said that. Either don't say it yeah. or actually do what I'm asking you to do. Because he was trying to just be cool yeah. and he just said too many words. <laughs> yeah. He should have been like, we got no problem. Well, I, I love like, you, man. Right, that right, should have right, been you, it. But he, he added, words. just I guess for like, he probably didn't But then know. again, no, if you're a man of your word and you say those words. You should do something then. Got to put your balls behind him. And he yeah. did. And I got no response from Callan or him. So, uh, look, look, you know, you they're doing well. The fighter and the kid. I wish them luck. Uh, I have, that's the only thing that was annoying to me. That, that was it. It was like, you know, you come to a podcast, you wait outside for a couple hours, and that used to drive me crazy about T-Rex, because the first time that happened, he didn't even show up. So I was like, <laughs> so then I got Evan going, your own guy's not even here. Right. You know, so that fucking put me in, put me in anyway. So I have nothing, I mean, now that I'm saying it out loud, it's not as bad as, as uh, whatever. Yeah, but still, uh, okay. I understand where you got slided, but it isn't. Uh, it's not, that's not the end of the world. Yeah. You know, those guys have a, a successful podcast, but listen. As far as my podcast goes, I cannot be happier with where we are right now. Yeah. Uh, the Sideshow Network, honestly, has so been great. so fucking cool. Yeah. They get the podcast out twice a week. The, the facility is great. You know, the sponsors are great. I had green tea last time I was here. You had green tea? She here. was like, you want some tea, some coffee, some water, some Coke? I'm like, uh, I mean, Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, and honestly, so, I, yo, I got green I, tea. Bubba's great. Greg's great. I could not be happier with where we are. Honestly, yeah, that, yeah. I am so happy that there's nothing that would piss me off more than doing the podcast and every day checking, is it out there? Is it out? Right. Have, having the fans go, when's it going out? The fans are coming to me and going, what the fuck? By the way, and, someone tweeted me and go, uh, I'm straight out of sweet, sweet struve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so honestly. Remember we were saying doing oh, yeah. fat lines of struve? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I could not be happier with 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 the whole thing. As far as text from last fight, you know why is why are there no more text chats? Look, they offered me a ten percent of what I, what I was making to say, and I I, I had to walk. If somebody. It, it, the the amount of effort that it took me to do those text chats they were every very funny single man time. I loved texts from last fight and I loved doing them but I don't like doing them for ten percent yeah of but it's clearly making. hard yeah it's and, not and, easy and to create you, like and that. Then someone if someone said hey listen you want to do the exact same job for ten percent of what they're paying you yeah I mean it, you know and it's hard because it is Fox Sports and it is uh, you know it is that does feel cool to say hey I'm working at Fox Sports right. I got a show yeah. on Fox Sports and you know that's a, that's 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 the fucking empire right there yeah. you know and I have no, and I'm and I'm grateful that they gave me the opportunity for two years to make money with them and, and to do what I did. And I, I don't wish any ill wills on 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 Evan or whatever you know and and Carlton and and DJ who left. But it's just a matter of I felt like you know we weren't having video. They were having video. Like they were getting their podcast out every day. Ours was taking five days. Uh, the text chats, I would get them done on Sunday morning. It's about respect, son. It's about respect. It's about respect. You know. And it, it, I, I didn't feel like I was being. And not only that, the actual podcast itself. And this is all just off the record shit, which I shouldn't even be spouting. But you mean this record we're recording right now? Yes, right now. Yeah, not on this. It's on the record. But I'm saying, is people have realized that like. Okay, like Brandon and Callan, like they're, it's just dumb too. Callan, uh, Brandon loses a fight. The next day he's on Joe Rogan, who's, you know, 
got the, the most successful podcast of all time. All those people. Me, like I have. It's me and T-Rex. My co-host doesn't show up, okay? And then I have to, like, let him go, basically. And then he's like, can I come back? Sure. Then he doesn't show up again. Then fucking Marina and Jake. Jake loses a fight. Doesn't show up for three months. Uh, Marina loses. Doesn't show up for two months. <laughs> like, like you try having a fucking podcast <laughs> with consistency. You wonder why I wound up here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not that easy when, like, it's just me. It's like, I, I, I mean, hopefully Bubba wins. Otherwise, the nah, Bubba's even gone. If, even if, <laughs> not, even if I take a loss which you know i don't foresee um you know i'm i'm faithful to my fans and i you know i take that loss i take that night to to analyze it really think about it obviously i practice on the things that i i, I did wrong but i'm back to work you know very soon after yeah, that yeah as soon know, as your, your jaw heals yeah <laughs> right back, as soon as the wire gets Abs taken out absolutely you know by the uh, way i, I won't leave you like that i don't know if you noticed but your shirt has like lots of like jizz loads on yeah, it did no, you notice that <laughs> yeah well, are you getting a bro job before well, you came when you have when you have a when you have a 15 year old most son and all he wants you to do is hold him all day you just pick him up you don't think anything about awesome it though, right you just pick him up uh, and he's got okay. sticky kind of i mean yeah. he's got all kinds of different things on his hands right right and, and it just goes all you know on your what? shirt okay. well, so i got a lot of shirts that are like that <laughs> <laughs> so i just pick my son up and he's always i mean i got stuff on my back okay my i was like i was like man you yeah. gotta watch where you throw those you know, loads i'm bro. always hanging out with my son dog you, okay. you gotta know that you gotta know i'm a family man yeah, you're a family guy. You're focused. Absolutely. You, you train in. I, 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 big things for you, man. Big yeah, man. Yeah, By the way, so, Ar so Arkansas is the first state to enact the weight cutting rules. You heard about that? No, I haven't. So mixed martial arts today is uh, seriously addressing the virtual important issues of PED use. However, there's a culture of extreme weight cutting that received far less attention. And so in Arkansas parties, they're doing a thing now where they're doing uh, the commission considered and then voted unanimously in the rule to reduce drastic weight cutting by limiting excessive weight cut gain to 7.5% after you weigh in. So, so on Monday, so that means, uh, yeah, so that basically means... Uh, That's the first forward-thinking... Arkansas has ever done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it really ain't gonna help. <laughs> well, really, you, you don't think it'll help? I don't think it'll spread. People, what, what's, they just won't what, what fight in Arkansas. But it should be, I mean, like if you weigh in at like what, what, 185, you can get to 199 or something, whatever the, whatever the math is. Like you can't come in at like 240 or something. If it, what, what. But I think it's, the problem is, that I think they should do it like they do college wrestling where you get, you have like 30 days to, or whatever like at the beginning of the season, they do a fat testing on you, mm -hmm. and then you can't get below four percent or something, right? Fighters ain't going like that. I don't like it. Really? I don't like it. No, I want to be able. I'm a I'm a grown ass man. You can't tell me how much I can and cannot lose. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, he's uh, not a you model. Know, this is this is my professional thing. You know, especially if I decide one day, you know, I'm a 55 pounder, but I want to be 45, or if you know, I'm a 45 pounder, but I want to be 35, or I want to have two careers. I probably could make 45, but I want to stay at 55. You know, I want to have that that freedom to think that. I don't want someone being like, well, you know, your percentages. I'm a grown ass man. Tell that to a kid in high school. Tell that to, you know, college kids who are or I'm, I'm making my profession feeding my family. If I have to cut an extra five pounds to feed my family, you're not going to tell me anything different. Right. You know, I see it as a, a professional decision. That's like telling someone yeah, you have to be in this weight class. What? I'm a grown ass man. You can't tell me where I got to be. Well, wait, 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 where you fight at? 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> Coke weight? A whopper. A whopper? <laughs> a whopper weight? Yeah. yeah. What, what, what weight division is the Big Mac in? Now, do you, now, do you, now, do you miss getting all... I know that you, but you, you were single. You were just... You would fuck some of the most loose, crazy chicks I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it was like, so great. Uh, like, I mean, girls... I, we, I, I had a TV show one time. Uh, we were shooting a pilot, and I invite Greg. I had a part for him. Shows up at noon with some girl who's like yeah. drunk off her fucking rocker. She was at a mess, noon. but very hot. Very hot. <laughs> Boobs hanging out. What like a mess. Blowing a world lines. Class like, mess. Now, do you miss any of that? Yeah, of course. I miss it all the time. <laughs> really? Yeah, but you know what it is? It's like, you know, th- that's like one wild night with, you know, you know, th- then there'd be like 14 boring, you know, lonely nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now it's not like that. Now it's like my life is just great in general. You know what I mean? There's no point where it's wild and crazy or anything. But, well, no, no, not for me. Maybe for her. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm getting, you know, blah, you know but, uh, but, you know, but in general, my life's great. So it's just much better. Now, Bubba, and you, I'm old, now, too. Now, do you miss the ASU puss? You know, uh, you always have thoughts of, like, you know, the things you used to do back in the day. But I'm a happily married man. I, I'm not just saying this because my wife's probably going to hear me this later. Like he said, you know, there was times where it was... Uh, as great as it's gonna be like this is amazing this is I'm having a great time at this top of this frat house pool party whatever and then there's like you know what I can't I can't get no one to answer a text right now I can't get anybody you know, right, that right. Kind of thing. you're so like I feel real lonely there, right now there's sometimes where back in the day I mean I could get them to answer a text but getting them in the house and getting them you know, I, I know uh, yours is probably a little different from mine this is, this is like 30 minutes I don't minutes. know about 14 days of this loneliness is like, yeah, this is like 30 minutes it's the time you know like, why you take why you I, take 35 minutes to call me back what's I up I drove all the way home and no bitches got back to me this is bullshit I'm so alone I'm so, oh there she is no, go fuck this bitch I, I, I often think about what I have now you know I, if I go home right now I probably have food waiting for me I got my son waiting at the door that kind of lifestyle is you know I've already I've done so much in in a single life that it's like you know what it's, it's tiring to try that, to live that's that out it is and th- I it's remember tiring. the point when I reached the end like I was fucking a girl on the road and I remember literally thinking to myself going wow pussy's pussy this is boring like yeah like I this is it I've actually finally had enough yeah and You're so full of shit no that Not really man I, that, you get that way it really happens you, you get that way but I see him though like <laughs> no 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 see the difference I wasn't like you. I wasn't a serial monogamist. I wouldn't have long relationships. Yeah. It was constantly just, you know, maybe I'd get to with a girl for a month, you know, or something like that. I wasn't like you where I'd lock it down for three years and then be like, I gotta go crazy. And then, know. you know, I wouldn't do that. So when it ran out for me, I was ready to, to move into that other yeah. lifestyle. This yeah. new TV show, I'm gonna be going on lots of dates and stuff. So it's gonna be nice. I can't talk about it yet, but it's gonna be funny. I think it's gonna be really, really funny. <laughs> it's, gonna be exciting. Be really, it's gonna be exciting. That's I get to great. come on uh, on your show and You're then ask, and ask you all kinds of weird questions it's like so have you fucked this girl in the ass yet or what yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you can ask make you, for make you feel yeah, all awkward white voice because <laughs> it's imitating you motherfucker no, I'm thinking though what I'm doing for you Papa, though I got a good idea so what's up I, you know, so I, I start coaching in September I'm gonna bring you in as the special guest and I'm gonna tape me I'm gonna have them taping you teaching these kids awesome so it'll be good for everybody it'll be good for everybody yeah, yeah. yeah I mean how many middle school kids have a national champion teaching them wrestling moves that's like, pretty amazing man like, and maybe like if there's a breakup episode they could shoot us doing some sweet sweet stroof <laughs> <laughs> trying to get over that some bro jobs that's in your episode you guys do the bro job <laughs> I haven't done cocaine in like 20 years man yeah it's been that long uh, he no, forgot about, 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 six, seven, about 16 years yeah. you know it's probably been you know 
Uh, at least a month for me. <laughs> I've had girls do it off my cock. That was fun. I had nice. two, two girls were like, hey, we're to do blow. They lined it up. So they did bumps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do lines. They didn't do lines. <laughs> no, it was like, it was, first of all, it was like Lady the Tramp. Where you're like, the it's better if we yeah, just do it off your thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started making out. It was like, nice. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That I, I, did the, I do that whole story in my act about storing coke out of a girl's asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Man, <laughs> Bob was like, "What the fuck?" Man, that gonna... booger sugar must have smelled something different. <laughs> Listen, man, it, I got to be honest, with you, it wasn't all coke, but it was enough coke that I didn't fucking care. Okay. Oh, you, wait, you, you snored duty. Oh. I snorted <laughs> everything, man. There was like lint. There was some hair. There was oh, everything. Little hamster. Little piece of poop. <laughs> it all went in my face. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Listen, our powdered show, donut. Still got donut underneath it. You know right, what I mean. Listen, that's our show. Uh, I want to thank <laughs> Remove a Restoration. For hashtag Greg, Greg's face. Weekend. Uh, weekend jail. Yeah. Hashtag weekend jail. Listen. So Remove a Restoration. Call them up one eight 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 four two four nine six nine seven. If your place has been vandalized, trust if, the pros. Trust the pros. Tip a fighter. We are changing the game, people. There's fights coming up. Uh, there's Bellator fights coming up. There's Titan FC fights coming up. There's World Series of Fighting fights coming up. Uh, the Vinny Magalish versus Matt Hamill fight. I'm looking forward to that fight. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's UFC fights coming up. There's all kinds of grid fights coming up. Dotson versus uh, Mighty Mouse. That's coming up pretty soon. You want, we want to tip these guys. Okay, I want to tip these guys. So sign up. Tip a fighter. Fighters. You're the ones who need to get tipped. So you're the one you yeah, contact the Bubba Jenkins, okay? There's a good bunch of guys already. Uh, Emmanuel Newton. Um, uh, Anthony Burchak. Um, Brett Cooper. We uh, just signed heavyweight and Bellator uh, Chase Gromley. Nice. Uh, it's going to be good, man. We, we, we got about 10 contracts that we think we're going to get back this week that, that are going to sign in. So it's going to be good, man. I'm excited about it. There is no reason why you guys should not be on this. Honestly, fighters, especially. It's extra money. Who doesn't like if there was tip a comic? I'd be like, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. We would have to call it just the tip. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, tip a comic. Hey, let the. I mean, are you kidding? But see how you felt when you got that forty dollars tip from that dude. It was it was something like you know what? It ain't much, but it, it definitely changes. Oh, it, it changes the way I feel about. It you didn't too. make me feel like a high priced hooker. <laughs> like not not a cheap one anymore. Like like I earned it. Also, right. Camara Coffee. Okay, it is the best coffee I'm getting me this I've coffee. ever tasted in my life, and it's got nootropics, which are brain vitamins. Okay, and this, this stuff is, helps. And then, like, like you want to increase your focus, nourish your brain, and reap the proven health benefits of coffee in this delicious, this delicious artisan package. Camara Coffee is for you. Sounds great, man. www.kimerakoffee. Camara Coffee. And finally, American Icon Autographs, okay? You want That'd be funny if they spell their name, the, like Camara Coffee Company, and company also is with a K. <laughs> <laughs> and then their logo is KKK. KKK. So delicious. Have you tried the KKK? If you get stains on your hood. So American Icon Autographs, www.aiase.com. Sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Sign collectibles from the UFC, WWE. Baseball, football, all that. Uh, this week uh, we have Thursday. We have Dustin Poirier on the show, as well as Smilnino 
Rayma, and uh, I think we're gonna have uh, that that girl who just beat McMahon, Amanda Nunez. I'm trying to get yeah, her. Yeah, Nunez. She doesn't, she doesn't speak English that well. She came on the yeah. first time. We couldn't understand her that well. Well, she did her speech in Portuguese. She was like, "I'm going to speak in Portuguese for a minute," and then she did, and then they had her translate it. Oh, really? I was like, she can pretty much just tell you whatever she wants at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think she's kind of cute in some weird way. Mm. No. Who? Amanda Nunez, maybe, maybe dodgeball. Dodgeball. Okay. <laughs> I'd have to see her with the hair down. Yeah, I, I, I'll say this: when she came in and had on mean face, yeah, she she looked I don't, a little not. I wasn't. But then when she softened up afterwards, she of, actually looked really cute. A lot of these when girls she look a lot cute. Got that look like, off uh, her face. That girl Claudia looks pretty cute from Brazil. That one who's fighting Joanna Janjacek. Oh, I She's love Joanna. High. Little really? fist of fury. Now that I'm not attracted to her, yeah, yeah. I, she looks like she was raised without a lot of light. <laughs> uh, she does. She looks like she was just kept indoors, all just hitting a bag for her whole life. So, <laughs> and so. But but those little fists of fury, man. I just love watching her fight. Yeah, she's a badass. Total badass. Well, listen, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We love you. Uh, keep uh, iTunes. Check it out on iTunes. Let's get our rankings up. Take care and bye. Bye.